If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This week on the program, holy shit, this one sucks. It's Cool World. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Doodle. <laughs> and we hate movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always, uh, to what has become sort of our accidental, unofficial Stay Tuned Month. This is one of the, I think we said last week, the mother of all Stay Tunes. The granddaddy of them all! Cool World, from 1992, <laughs> directed <laughs> by Ralph Bakshi. What a fucking piece of shit this is. But before we get to it, uh, we just want to make a note, because if you're, watch- if you're listening to this on the, uh, the day it comes out, uh, this weekend kicks off the Salem Horror Fest, uh, which mm-hmm. is going virtual this year, which we are appearing in. Steve Sadak, if you have some info for the gang. Yeah, I just want to be clear, we're on the second weekend, but there's a ton of great stuff for the first weekend as well, and there's an all-access pass that gets you everything. So you want to go to their, their website at Salem Horror Fest, SalemHorror.com, and just grab all that info. But we are doing two episodes that you get when you get that weekend pass for the second weekend, which is on Witchboard, a full-on oh, episode yeah. On the film Witchboard, you mm-hmm. get to see us do jokes. <laughs> see, us, see us do jokes. And uh, you also get a animation damnation on Tales from the Crypt Keeper, right? That, that's yeah. 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 Crypt, okay. Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Keeper. That's, the big, yes. that's the big difference. We are doing uh, the episode, what was it, Game Over? Game Over, about right. uh, video game characters that come to life. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and, <laughs> <laughs> we we, we well, should say... What was that? We should say that these are these are pre-recorded shows, so we will not be live. We're not doing a Q and A or anything like True. that. We laid the episodes down several weeks ago. They were fun as hell. Uh, Witchboard man, one of the fucking all-time craziest. Yeah, absolutely. It's live to tape. Let's live, say that. Yeah, That's yes, exciting, li- isn't it? Live to tape, dude. Exactly. Live to tape. There you go. See, Eric, you were the TV professional, man. I don't know all these fancy terms. <laughs> well, we should have done if we had the the foresight. We should have like actually rotoscoped some cartoons in with us and talk to them and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Then we could actually do the jokes. Like, busy, I want a joke. Like, I want a manifestation of a joke as a cartoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you do it. Right? And then you, you fuck it. Se- yeah. Also that. You Speaking of uh, fucking cartoons, man, uh, this movie Cool World. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to stop you right there real quick. Oh, what's I that? Got, I just have to hit play real quick. Coming soon to theaters. It's the VHS trailer game! Oh, God. When I hear that sound, my nipples get erect. It is the VHS trailer game. Yes, a bit of a surprise. I know I lied. I said it would be only once a month. But 
It was really I, great, you guys. I gave Steve the $3, so he is budgeted for the rest of the year to find VHS tapes. You are lying, and I, I, I would love $3 from you. I'd fucking welcome it. I would fucking welcome it, but I don't have it. No, uh, I've given you $3 in the past, dude, and I will do it again. No, this is a movie that I literally forgot I had on VHS. So the timeline goes, I'm like, I gotta do the VHS trailer game in September. Look at the schedule. I'll do it with Toy, Store, Toy Soldiers. Uh, no trailers on that. Fuck you, Steve. I'll do it on Ricochet. <laughs> Let me buy another VHS tape. Then the other night, I'm like, let's go. I'm talking to my wife. Let's watch Cool World. And she's like, well, you know, we have that on tape, right? I'm like, no, we don't. And then she just goes and pulls it out. So wow. there it is. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this, it. is this is unprecedented. Two weeks in a row. Two I, weeks in a row. I am wet about this, Steve. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just a quick reminder. Uh, there's gonna, I'm going to give everybody five clues, uh, and they're going to go f- from point value five, four, three, two, one. Once somebody guesses in that round, they are out and have to come in in the next round, which is the next trailer. Um, and the grant, and I'm going to, we're going to keep score the entire season. The winner at the end of the season gets to use the We Hate Movies slush fund to buy a cameo of their choice to make a celebrity say some stuff that they don't want to say. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Steve, do you have, um, the update from uh, last week? Like, what are the standings? Oh, uh, yes, I, I, I have it right in my brain. Uh, you and Chris are tied at five apiece. Eric is yet to get on the board, you know but what? it's early. You know what? We're not your playthings, Game Master. That's <laughs> right. I apo- Thank you for reminding me. I am the Game Master right now. I shouldn't oh, even yeah. answer to answer Andrew's question until he refers to me as the Game Master only in this segment. I'm sorry, Game Master. Uh, I'll do my penance at our next Nexium meeting. <laughs> can I, uh, can I uh, call you GM? Yes. Andrew also has to text me before he goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling up the covers, Master. Okay, slave. This oh, isn't shit. weird at all. Master and servant. That's what this is all about, mm-hmm. isn't it, you sick fuck? That's true. And I'm, uh, <laughs> guys, I am waiting. I got a Dropbox links in your emails. Just you got to give me that collateral ASAP. All right. All right. ASAP. Steve, before I send you my collateral, do you want my pubes shaved or on a draw? That's a, that's a, a chef's choice there. All okay. right. On, on with your riddles, game man. So here's the situation. Uh, On the cool world, we only have two trailers. Okay. Uh, They're both uh, coming soon to video cassette. So these are movies that were out uh, by the time Cool World was out, or were probably out even by the time Cool World's tape was out. Okay. Okay. Now, question Are we still operating on this buzzer system? Yes. Where we raise our hand in this group chat? We do, because the show is still remote, folks, due to the whole pandemic. Uh, yeah, no, we, yeah. we got to do this, man. You got to raise your hand or else there's pure chaos. And how else is the beloved Game Master going to know who to call him? <laughs> That's, oh, you know what? You're buttering up the Game Master. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm starting to see why I'm not on the board. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me fucking collateral, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, start essing some D over there. What are you <laughs> yeah. doing? Come on, work for it. <laughs> so uh, there's only, by the way, I should say there's only two trailers because the third trailer, that was a trailer for the Cool World SNES game. Uh. <laughs> Oh fuck everything! By, by famously beleaguered and defunct video game uh, 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 company Ocean. Oh right, Ocean! I remember that. That mm. game was a nightmare. Oh, you played it? <laughs> oh, I played it. It was horrible. It, it like it just sucked. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the movie we're about to talk about. Okay, yes. so is it about will... like fucking cartoons? No, what you're Gabriel. You you're Gabriel Byrne, and you're in the world, and like you're just like. Like the cop, the little cops are like a uh, 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 like Goombas kind of like they come mm. out and like 
attach oh themselves to God, you. I also, played this. And <laughs> the evil coins are also yes, uh, the fucking the wooden pennies yeah, or yeah, wooden yeah. nickels. Yeah. And you give like the you have to the, you have to bribe the first level is you have to bribe the bouncer that uh, he bounces. Oh right, that was that's, a great moment in this yeah, yeah. movie. That, that's very good. All right, so two rounds uh, of the trailer game coming up right now. Uh, round one, <clears throat> mm-hmm. the game master's clue. Mm-hmm. This is another shoddily animated film with an edge to it, one that heavily involves going to a fake amusement park. Uh, Eric just buzzed in. I'm going to go with Bebe's Kids. Eric is on the board with fi- five Whoa. big fucking points, dude. Oh, dude, oh. that was like zero hesitation. Yeah. You knew mm-hmm. Bebe's Kids off the bat. I watched nice. Bebe's Kids all the time growing up. You know what I, I found out? I just did. Join you know the I- perverts, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I found out in the uh, when I was doing tri- trivia for this? Um, it made its theatrical debut two years after the comedian who was like the star, and they based it on his whole act. He was dead for two years, and then this movie came out. Really? What Bebe's Kids? Oh, yes. really? Yeah, I didn't Rob- know that. Robin Harris, is the, the comedian's name is, and like the the trailer is like a lot of his stand up because I guess the whole Bebe's Kids was a bit. Yeah. Like- I remember this now that it was uh, uh, he like is doing all the bits from like uh, I met this woman like things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so how do I? Okay. That's <laughs> that's really I did not know he uh, had passed before that happened. All right. So Eric is on the board. All right. So now oh. the final. Uh, just just a quick oh, one. Oh wait week. a second. I'm sorry, but just really quickly, Robin Harris, the guy who created Bebe's Kids. Mm-hmm. Is fucking Sweet Dick Willie and do the right thing. That's who he is. Okay. Ah. And he's fucking pop and house party. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I did not know he was associated with Bebe's Kids. You learn something new every day here on the VHS trailer it's, game. It's, it's weird because the IMDb lists him and Faison Love as doing the voice of Robin. So I don't know if like Faison Love came in and did an impression or maybe there was oh. the live action stuff that was Robin Harris and then it turned into Faison Love. I don't know. Huh. Gotcha. So okay. just an F- Bebe's Kids probably a stay tuned at some point. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think also House Party, that might be a good like commentary track. Yeah. Mm. Oh, totally, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of House Party. I've watched Baby's Kids about as much times as I've watched The Fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're leaving it there. Okay. Yeah, uh, Chris, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game Master's Clue for the second and final uh, round for this game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> An indie starring vehicle for one of the stars of Cool World that surrounds music, love, and an outrageous haircut. That's Chris Cabin. That's John Swade. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man, nice. What was Johnny Swade? He's like, uh, he wants to be like a rock singer. He's like wooing uh, Catherine Keener. It's Brad Pitt, uh, by the way. We should Brad say. Pitt. Right. It's, it's okay. Brad Pitt. Uh, and like, there's a the, uh, you saw this VHS. I know you did with him know, in a bathtub. I yeah. definitely did, and I think I always confused it with Cool World. So whenever I saw Cool World, I thought Johnny Swade was that movie, and Johnny Swade was Cool World. I didn't realize yeah. there were two mega dumb Brad Pitt <laughs> movies from around the same time. <laughs> And I should say, uh, just because it's fun to say trivia sometimes, uh, apparently Nick Cave was in this movie. Yes, and, he, uh, he is. Uh, Nick Cave had an idea for his first see- scene as Freak Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would enter a bar <laughs> and uh, order a shot of tequila, but be told by the bartender there was no salt available. So instead, he would lick a woman's armpit after the shot. 
they filmed the scene, but it oh, didn't boy. make it into the film. <laughs> oh, it's at it's at Nick Cave's fucking house, though. I bet <laughs> Definitely, <you anything>. dude. <laughs> We're keeping that one for the archives. So that is the VHS trailer game. Uh, after two weeks, Andrew's got five, Eric has five, and Chris has ten points. Unbelievable. Love it. <laughs> you know, that movie, uh, Johnny Swade, was directed uh, by Tom DiCillo, did Delirious, too. With uh, Steve Buscemi and, and Michael Pitt. Uh, living in Oblivion. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That guy. Interesting. That guy. See, you know, VHS trailer game, you guys, it's fun and educational at every turn. <laughs> and wholesome. <laughs> Certainly wholesome. Yes. yes. So, if ABC, if you want to put us on after the Celebrity Family Fuck Fest or whatever you guys do. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Game like, night or S- Steph Curry's, like, shooting, you know, golf balls or whatever. What about the fat guys from We Hate Movies talking about VHS trailers? Exactly. Dude, I got to tell you, we were getting ready to watch the Emmys the other night, and we just had the uh, station on to what where it was going to air. ABC, I think, and uh, they had fucking Celebrity Family Feud, dude, and it was Fallout Boy versus Weezer. Oh, I uh. wanted to fucking die. I caught, I caught the end of that as well, but I was blind drunk at the time. <laughs> that place stinks of preparation, H. And for some reason, uh, Fallout Boy had Seth Green playing with them. Oh, did what? somebody die? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it looked like they were all there, and Weezer had everybody. But then, like, there was another woman playing with Weezer who I didn't know so either. Did a boy fall out, and they had to get <laughs> Seth Green? <laughs> it, that may have been what mm-hmm. happened. All I know is that we turned it on, and I didn't know it was Celebrity Family Feud. And I was looking at the person who was standing next to Steve Harvey, and we both, Chelsea and I, both fucking laughed hysterically. I was like, "Look how stupid this guy looks." And then she went to the other room, and then I was like, oh, that's Pete Wentz. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Cool World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, this is one of those movies, like we said, it's a, it was always a big stay tuned because people requested it a lot, obviously. We never got it in for Listener Request Month. This was the first time I had seen it in its entirety. I tried to watch it once before and heinously greened out before he even got to Cool World. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm glad I didn't finish it then, because I'm glad that today, September the 23rd, 2020, is the only mm. time I have to watch Cool World, because fuck this movie. It is terrible. Bad. I mean, my lo- so I think, so, uh, Steve, at the top of the show, you mentioned this was like a granddaddy of a stay tuned, and that is very relatable here, because Brad Pitt is playing a, a, a World War II veteran, <laughs> sort of like your granddaddy might have been, um, if you're the right age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's one of these dudes that I imagine got like so friggin' horny overseas over Betty Boop that it's just a mental break with reality, and he puts himself in a pervo cartoon realm in his oh, head. You're, you're I think so, you're right. There's, you're, there's a break from reality because he, his mom dies. Maybe, he just, maybe the rest of this movie is an acid freakout. This yep. is the uh, origins of the Order of Boop. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the first totally. seedlings of it. There is so much Boop going on in this movie, man. <laughs> uh, and we should get out of the way now. This is a beloved We Hate Movies trope here. Horny cartoons. Ugh. I just can't take it. I hate it. I, I hate it. I mean, you can take it in doses, Roger Rabbit. It's just like, like it's just a, it's a matter of like how much you're doing. How far into the void are you staring? Okay, and I think I think the greatest way to sort of put it is there's no real scene in Roger Rabbit where uh, uh, Eddie Valiant goes, and you know what, Jessica, 
why don't you close your legs? <laughs> and then Jessica Rabbit spreads the eagle on a fucking bed. That's what? fair. That's yes. okay. Like, that's but, the level of horniness. The, the thing about Roger Rabbit is it does all of this, and it does it all so much better. Like, it is playing with, like, oh, man, what if there were horny cartoons? But it's just at a level, like, it's obviously super family friendly, but at the same time, like, it's all there if yes. you watch it. And yeah. it's it's just enough. Well, we, we, I mean, Eric, I mean, and this is not even a, a shot against the bow here, but you, you famously are an anima animation yeah. guy, period. Really, kind, right? Yeah, yes. kind of not. I, I, yeah. I, I like, you know, I liked cartoons growing up. I've always had a problem with your hatred for The Simpsons, but. <laughs> no, he loves The Simpsons. Yeah, of so course, this, you do like animation. I, it's just like certain, you have some pocket here. Simpsons Movies. is an interesting one to bring up, Chris, because when did I stop liking it? Um, when it started getting bad. Well, you, you know, I have to say, speaking of that, uh, and, you know, whatever rake me over the calls boys but so we decided that our next like whenever there's you know we're just like while we're eating on the weekend or something or like you know you got 23 minutes to kill we've just been going past where we always stop with the simpsons to see how far we can go mm. and i have to say now i've seen every episode like my whole thing was like i'd seen every episode of the simpsons from one through ten and then after that, it got spotty. So now we're, we've been going, and I've seen every episode from one until we just started 16. Oh, oh wow. wow. Mm. And, and I have to say, as if you watch it as it went, and, you know, you're just like, I don't know. I don't want to say it, like, lulls you into, like, being okay with it being bad. There are definitely still, like, there are jokes in it that don't work. There are episodes that are flat-out bad. But there are way I'm laughing way more into season 16 of The Simpsons than I thought would ever be possible. And it's weird because I think I, at least me personally, what I attribute it to is there was a really long stretch of time where I just stopped watching the show. Like somewhere around yeah. like starting high school, I just stopped watching The Simpsons. And then when I started, like, kind of trying to pick it back up, honestly, Steve, I think it was when, like, you and I became friends at Purchase. And it was like, oh, of course we like The Simpsons. And we tried to watch it. And it was like George W. Bush era Simpsons. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? What I don't understand. And it just it felt so foreign to me. And now just going through it, it's like you can see the natural progression of how they're just adapting to like what that current climate was. Although I will say you can also tell there are definitely some writers on that show that also enjoy watching Family Guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, because yeah. there are some moments that you're like, that's a fucking bad Family Guy joke. But overall, I have to say, still laughing in season Ooh. 16. Right. Season. Well, you, you know, you are, you're a frog boiling in water, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, that's fine. But what in the ever-loving fuck else am I doing? Dude? No, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> I guess that's true. But I guess what you could be doing is watching cartoons that you could perhaps jerk off to. Well, this, yes. You know, Eric... Going back to what you were talking about earlier and your your hatred of animation, you like The Simpsons, yada, yada, you like it enough. It's but fine to like it. It's fine to like it. It's okay to like a movie. It's okay to jerk off to a cartoon. That's what I have to say. But I, th I literally <laughs> think this, this movie specifically is what you think all animation is. It's like wearing beer yeah. goggles and you get to see what Eric looks at, like Batman Mask of the Phantasm is. It's this. This it's is all what, cool this is, this is what Eric thinks Wally is. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All I mean, those okay. luscious tits in Mask of the Phantasm. Just look at it. I never saw it. I never saw no, I don't I think I ever saw any of the Batman cartoons besides the animated series, which I've only seen handfuls of. 
Mm, Interesting. I, well, one day we're gonna do that for We Love Movies for sure because I love that movie. I so this movie is about it's a uh, it's a cartoon where it's it's a half cartoon half uh, live action Roger Rabbit style movie Wait. wherein uh, people go into a cool world wherein it's all really bad animation. It stars Brad Pitt, uh, Gabriel Byrne, and Kim Basinger. So I don't what, know anything this, else to say. What's Roger Rabbit like? The thing that set this fire off because Roger Not, Rabbit came out in like eighty eight and they had were like. To be. No. Bakshi used to make all these pervert cartoons. Let's get him back in here because this is what's selling. Well, hey, get Bakshi in here. He got the pervert boom going. <laughs> oh, my God. They're jerking off to tunes again. Get him in here. We've struck cum. Oh, oh man. my God. White gold indeed, Kevin. <laughs> White uh, gold, boys tea. Can you believe that? Uh, cum, is, Hold on. cum is down to $2 a, a barrel? <laughs> what? Dude, by the way, a barrel of cum, that's a lot of cum. No, it's, uh, it's worth pointing out that Bakshi, I think, was doing this way before uh, Roger Rabbit was. Both, like, Heavy Traffic does this. Uh, the, the, the movie that's good, but I can't say the name of it, also does this. This oh, meaning mixing, town? Mixing uh, animated uh, characters in, like, real-world settings. Got it, okay. But, like, Roger Rabbit was what put this on a map sure. on the map in a, in a much larger I, way I, I, mean, I, I would say roger rabbit is why cool world gets made right now specifically now, <clears throat> chris i haven't seen a lot of the bakshi stuff because obviously i'm uh, sitting out of animation a little bit <laughs> sure but i did you know he he didn't he wasn't involved in heavy metal but i watched heavy metal recently uh, obviously stoned and it was all right. It wasn't that bad. There were moments I docked it because it does have obviously those moments of well, this is an adult cartoon. Take up, take off that top there, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but it works because it's like an anthology. And it, maybe if no. Cool World was separated into different stories, it might work. Now, was any of Bakshi's other films anthologies? Well, not the ones I've seen, at least. I mean, there's kind of like in the one whose name I can't say. <laughs> it goes, it goes back and forth, like between stories, but it's not like a fluid story. Does that earn its name, by the way? Uh, I mean, I I think it's one of his better movies. Uh, I I don't know what you mean by earn it. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, if you if you does, title, the, does um, the subject matter in the movie yes. correlate to the title? I mean, it's it's. I mean, yes, I guess. I don't know what I don't know what you I don't know what that question turned into a senator. Yeah, I'm like a senator. I don't know what you mean. I thought you were a big animation fan. Suddenly, he's kind of backing away. No, let me let me see if I can try to be the person in the middle here. Sure. So I yield my time, Eric. I think are you asking Chris? Like, is it? Named that just like because that's the fucking sensational name we're gonna do, or that, does that's it? That's what I thought. Does yeah. it play into like what the movie's about? It plays into what the movie's about. Okay, that's there's that's a character. All I, was I th there's a character named that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, another gotcha. another movie in this ilk, which I actually just recently watched, uh, adult cartoon, not not quite as sexy but bad, uh, Rock and Rule. Um, it is what a is that. It's like a rock and roll Fantasia is from a like chicken the, in that. Is a chicken star no, in that? That's that's, that's, that's rock a doodle, dude. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes, it's, 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 it's no, it's one hundred percent true. There's a there's a film called Rock a Doodle where there's like an Elvisy esque, you know. Uh, Cock of the walk who uh, comes yes. back to the, the, the was, hen house there. That's what I was thinking about. Um, rock, rock, a, rock a doodle don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, you know what? That one works. That one works perfectly. I'm getting my mojo back because I'm heated right now. Yeah, totally. Uh, no, rock and roll is like an Iggy Pop thing. Where okay, yeah. Wherein I think Debbie Harry's involved as well, Ooh. and it's it's it sounds so much better than it is. It Damn really it. does. Yeah. But I mean, I, I do think that like I mean, I do like a lot of not a lot of anime. I like some anime. You can have an adult centered. Uh, what do you call it? Their animation thing, wherein sex is involved, and that's okay because that's what adults do, and like it's a facet of life, and it's fine. But it is what you can really smell it when it's like, okay, someone's re- this is just Jo material, and that's all we're trying to do here. That's the thing is like you know I, I don't watch a lot of you know my like feature length animation kind of shit is like you know I watch the Pixar movies, Miyazaki stuff is you know excellent the dude never made a bad movie um you know so that's like kind of my thing but like i if if you're like hey man like there's like i just watched um at toronto there's a new cartoon saloon movie you know the the irish company that did like song of the sea and secret of kells their new one uh is called wolf walkers it's fucking great but it's like you know kid geared I don't mind it when it gets adult, but you're right, Steve. When it crosses that line of like, you better be fucking tugging it, <laughs> then, I, then I'm just like, I'm out. I don't need to be watching cartoons. Well, I, there's so much. I mean, so yeah, we, we start off. It's uh, it's 1945. We're in Las Vegas, which is wonderful. Um, and it's Brad Pitt comes back from war. He's playing Frank Harris or Frank. Uh, is it Frank Harris? Frank Harris. Frank Harris yeah. Yeah. yeah, Frank Harris. Yeah, he's playing Frank Harris, who's a guy who's back from war. He gets picked up by his mom. It's a very sweet scene. He does this thing where he's like, "Hey, Ma, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Keep them closed. Keep them closed, Mom. <laughs> I want a motorcycle in a poker game for myself." Oh, okay. Great. I'm glad you really built this up for me, honey. I thought it was something for me, maybe. Like a car would be great. It's also because he says that he won it in a poker game in Italy. And I was like, so did our tax dollars pay for you to ship that fucking bike over here, dude? What are we talking about? That's that's definitely going to be two seats, honey. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry that the motorcycle takes up two. I'm sorry. I also shipped a bunch of cocaine back in the coffins of my fellow soldiers. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Ma, close your eyes, close your eyes. It's coffins full of cocaine. <laughs> I got to say, I was quite shocked. You know, so this is 92. Figure they're shooting in like 90, 91. Uh, you know, because I don't know how long the horrible animation took <laughs> to do. Maybe a fucking long weekend by the looks of this movie. <laughs> but um, it had been a while since I'd watched like an old Brad Pitt movie. Yeah. And he looks like a goddamn baby and he sounds like a baby. Like, Similarly to how when people are like, oh, yeah, like such and such, some nine-year-old episode of We Hate Movies, and like we we listen to a clip, and it's just you, you got to turn it off immediately. You're right. right. We are aging as well as Brad Pitt is. For oh, sure. yeah. absolutely. In every, in every way. I mean, mm-hmm. even in this movie, though, he could get it, right? He could pound my doodle. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, it's there's nothing like knocking him here. It's just it was shocking to me. I, he could clog up from- my coloring book. Uh-huh. <laughs> He really melts my crayon wax. <laughs> I actually kind of think he's bad in this, like outright bad in this. Of course movie. he is. Everybody's fucking bad in but, this movie. But like, this is like this is the kind of character he was playing around then. But like, he plays it in Thelma and Louise much better because he's supposed uh-huh. to be actually a con man. Whereas but, like this, like he's supposed to be earnest and nice. And I'm like, well, ah, big I don't. difference. Big difference here, Chris Cabin, is yeah. that Thelma and Louise. Real movie. He's <laughs> acting against people, not tennis balls exactly. or whatever it was. Exactly. exactly. And, and that was all. And I mean, I, I, 
he, because yeah, like you, when when you see him, even like when he has scenes where he's like acting with Gabriel Byrne later in the movie, where they're in the real world, it's so much better yep. than when he's talking to fucking three cartoons and like not reacting to things. It, it you know what it reminded me of whenever you watch like audition tapes of people, and it's really stilted <laughs> and weird, and it's like it's like you know Hugh Jackman uh, yeah. talking like not to Brian Singer off screen, like I'm the Wolverine, I'm in a motorcycle now, and he's like brooming around an audition room or whatever, which yep. is hilarious to watch um it's, it's a truck scene but well, whatever but like I, it's 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 that it's like that stilted quiet kind of nothingness he, he looks like he's trying to find the ghost in the room <laughs> yes like he's hearing and he's like where are you well and that's the thing because like eric you made the gag about tennis balls but like this is way before that technology obviously and i feel right. like this movie was so goddamn cheap that it's like yeah, I don't know. She's going to be standing eh, probably somewhere over there. So just look that way. Do your best. We'll figure it exactly. out. Exactly. Someone's just feeding them lines. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the like because Gabriel Byrne's bad in this, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, but I do think um, Brad Pitt at this era is, he easily could have been, uh, if a couple things broke differently, he could have been Luke Perry or Jason Priestley really easily. Oh, yeah. no doubt about it, dude. You're totally correct in that. I mean, if you're looking, like, if you were to be like, Okay, like let me see what this Bradford Pitt character is all about. And you go and watch like this. Yeah. You'd be like, I don't know, he's some hunky man meat, but other than that, I, I mean, those guys are handsome. He's beautiful. Like that's, that's true. like that's yeah. the thing with it. Like Legend of the Fall doesn't do well if it's just a handsome guy. It only does well if the guy is beautiful. That's true. He almost looks animated because he's you know the picture perfect man a gorgeous was, human was being. legends of the fall the one that really like sent him chris i think that was like when they were doing a lot of interviews and he was on a lot of magazine covers like with his shirt off and so, i mean he because thelma and louise he's not big enough in that movie to really be like a main yeah, part yeah, of that it. was that was the year before this he had this and john thelma and louise and johnny suede in the same year Rot, river runs through it i think is probably one of the breakthroughs that's that's, and that's, that's this year this, also yeah, that's 1992 year. oh shit and also 1992 i'm gonna be spying on this at some point what is it i got a little ways to go see he's in a season four episode of tales from the crypt you guys oh, Can yeah. I just, one more Ooh. brad pitt fact and because I, I wrote down uh he should have been he could have been on 902 or whatever uh he was in a show called he was in a show called <laughs> glory days uh, in 1990, that got canceled. It's mid-season replacement, 90210. Wow. wow. So that's how close that got. Was that a, Holy was shit. That a uh, high school or college type of? It was, like a, it was a guy's. High school. Yeah, guys after high school, blah, 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 hmm. figuring it out kind of a thing. Yeah, they're starting to go different ways. Yeah. And it's oh, called Glory man. Holes? <laughs> yes. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> going yes. to different Coming glories. up next after the ball game, we got the season premiere of Glory Holes. <laughs> this uh, this budding television star, Brad Pitt, coming up next on Glory Holes. The review says it sucks. <laughs> oh, sure does. So, yeah, <laughs> him and his mom go on a motorcycle ride, and she's, like, being very careful. He's being very careful. And we're in, you know, Las Vegas. There's a big warehouse that just says gambling on it. I love Dude, it. Dude, I yeah. love this because it was, it's a, like the fucking creation of Las Vegas is like such a fascinating story. Like, I want Ken Burns to do a fucking 12 hour Las Vegas movie. But, like, uh, like, of course, it was just like a desert town where they went to gamble. And that's why I just love it's like a barn that's like gambling. And then there's a sign out front that's tinier and it's like, casino <laughs> even even that little shack was owned by lansky and fucking bugsy <laughs> oh, they, they had their fucking hands in that one too don't you worry they got a piece 
Um, and this this guy and his mall are going out, and they're aggressively drunk driving. I love it. Oh, I, my I God. I love how, you know, cartoonishly, if I will, drunk they are. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of... Drunk driving is not funny, but this was kind of funny. Like, the way that they are acting is is very cartoonish. This is the best part of the movie. It's the funniest part of the movie where they, <laughs> they hit Brad Pitt and the mom off the motorcycle. Yeah, the mom is killed instantly. He's, Brad Pitt. Ha, yeah, flashback city, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, this was rough. Uh, actually, you know what? In this In this moment, when he starts having the flashback right here, I was like, Oh, this is actually a sign that he's a good actor. Yes. Because this is a thing where it's like, he doesn't have to worry about looking at a fucking thing that isn't there. You know what I mean? And it's just like him freaking out, having this flashback, thinking that there's been like mortar fire or whatever. Call of Duty, cool world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you there get are those dudes out there that'll fucking buy that game. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, so like, Wait, you which know, th- gun am I supposed to use on this game? <laughs> I got slash in my sights. I got slash in my sights. Take him out. <laughs> uh, so, like, he is freaking out over the dead mother and thinking that there's a, you know, he's under fire and everything. And we cut kind of confusingly to, like, this little cartoon scientist being like, oh, boy, my spike is starting to work. And then, like, it cuts right back to this man having a shell shock, you know, PTSD. And I'm like, oh, that's what this movie's going to be, isn't it? Right there in that moment when I saw that little turd, I was like, I know I'm going to hate this movie. So you'd never seen this even at all? Not even, like, f- glancing on it on cable or anything like that? That's no, weird. this this was a... I always, I've always known what this movie was. Yeah. I, it was a big... You know, you saw the VHS at the video store kind of a thing. And then, like, I think it must have been, like, two years ago, maybe? I was like, you know what? Like, let's finally check it out. You like Brad Pitt. You like Gabriel Byrne. You know, you like Kim Basinger. Let's see what's going on with Cool World. And I greened out, like, pretty much here, like, at the motorcycle accident. And that was it. I never went back. I see, because I, I, like, when this was on rental, this wasn't an in-theater. This was a rental for me. And uh, I remember (laughs) quite a... I, a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, like, all I remember about it was the Kim Basinger cartoon. Like, I don't remember yes, the plot right. at all. I don't. Right. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I I watched this as a kid, kind of like, is this sexy? And I was like, oh, no, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those, like, I wanted to see. I knew it was supposed to be sexy, and I wasn't supposed to be watching it, right. et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, I expected it to be much more whatever that it was. And I'm like, this is kind of terrible. Did you watch it all, though? I, I, I can't remember it even. It was on HBO yeah. or whatever the hell it was on. I definitely saw parts of this like as a teenager, and I think I was like, what are you guys? No. <laughs> no. It's just Eric alone in his living room. Like, what are you guys? No. Stands up in the middle of math class. What are we doing, people? Oh, he's uh, having a cool world flashback. He thinks he's in his living room. Uh, that doctor, uh, Doc Whiskers, played by the great Maurice LaMarche, uh, the brain of Pinky and the Brain fame. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, it was really Maurice LaMarche, dude? Mm-hmm. God damn. He does, like, he's looking old here. in this one. <laughs> So, <laughs> those glasses are nice, though. I wonder where I got them. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and this is like this is the and th- that's a, he's like very Betty Boop drawn. I feel like yes. in that way of like he could be one of like that grandpappy that she's always hanging around with that old fucking oh, that old yeah, fucking dude. tweaker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. He, like she's going over and like pity fucking that guy. <laughs> you, yeah, no, it's like fucking Bruce Dern in Once Upon a Time, dude. It's exactly the Re- same. Replace, put, take the glasses off, put a monocle on and a fancy suit, and he's like Daddy Moneybags. Yes, man. Betty Boop was a super spreader event. <laughs> Thinking about all the VDs. She's, she she's fucking all these dudes, turning them into cartoons and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's a pity fuck. She goes over to make sure he's eating right. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, I've been tweaking since Tuesday. Like, let's get some food in here. Okay, all right. He starts grabbing her ass. Like, oh, Baby Christ. Boop loves me. So that's that. <laughs> Here's my girlfriend, Betty Boop. Not everyone needs a stuntman, you know. <laughs> And so, yeah, like, he's like, oh, my little spike works or whatever. And then we cut back to Brad Pitt. And, like, as they're loading his mother's corpse into the ambulance, he starts screaming and just vanishes from the desert and is blasted into this cartoon realm, which is, like, you can't see anything. It's just, like, all totally dark with, like, some spotlights. And he lands kind of, like, in front of this professor and the scientist is saying, like, oh, you know, oh, I was trying to go to the real world, but I brought you into cool world. I, I was trying to find my girlfriend, Betty, and you showed up. <laughs> First of all, why are we calling? I mean, like, I guess if I got to name my own reality, I'd call it cool world. But I don't know, Would man. you? No, probably not. Because <laughs> that is sad, dude. Like, I'm going to create this fantasy world. It's my cool world. I guess It is such a dumb it's a, name. It's like a bad screen name you get stuck with. It's like, oh, now the world is called Cool World because I started this 20 years ago. Cool World and its sequel, Awesome Planet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, like, this is when, you know, he's just talking. He's like... uh, He's kind of very resigned to his fate in Cool World because, obviously, he's devastated by the loss of his mother. And we cut forward to 1992. And, dude, we are fart-rocking in a Las Vegas (laughs) prison, man. Holy shit. Uh, And here's Gabriel Byrne in prison... Uh, we're told at one point because he murdered a man who was sleeping with his wife, but the movie doesn't bother to explore that at I all. I need that story. Yep, yep. I Absolutely. need that story. I mean, it's very fascinating. The Gabriel Byrne character he represents like the criminality of animators. <laughs> and this is the character that probably represents Bakshi in a way. Like like the soup the the lust is so strong, he will yeah. murder for it. Yeah, I mean, people. some people take up religion in prison. Some people just read. Some people exercise a lot. He just had to make jerk-off tunes. That's what how he took the time. I think it's because you don't get pornography in prison, you know? You, so you're just, do, you're just doing your cartoons. You're like, well, I, find that I, can't, I can't get a Playboy with, uh, with, with big bazambas in it, so I'm going to fucking draw them. Yeah, my, my, what, my... what planet are we not able to hustle fucking <laughs> pornography into a prison cell? Here's my problem. This dude's got a fucking drafting table in his cell. Where, is, like, what, is that, did Red get him that? Like, did yeah, he, yeah. does he know a man <laughs> to get it? You know what I mean? Did he talk to Red in the yard and he got this fucking 12 foot drafting table gabriel Gabriel byrne makes the best bruno in the joint okay (laughs) so he can get whatever he wants 
I just or does everyone? Maybe this is maybe this is C block for cartoon block, and everyone's oh, got a drafting table in there. Maybe you, it's like it's a creative arts uh, <laughs> prison all around, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, like remember when Oz was doing Shakespeare? <laughs> sure. You know, and 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 fucking Schillinger got murdered. Uh, you know, it's like that. Like we're doing plays. Maybe there's a short film class. You know, got we're it. trying. The state of Nevada is really trying to cut down on the recidivism. Yep. Oh, so somebody's got an editing bay in his cell. Is what <laughs> you're yep. saying. Exactly right it's a it's a it's a it's a group effort man like yeah the the line producer he's in another cell you know you're right throat slash larry you know the this use of space in antonioni movies is poetic let's uh, can i hear more from uh the rest of the audience here this is a prison film club wow they're all doing that meanwhile this little creep is drawing fucking naked ladies well he's yep. drawing titty tunes dude let, let and, me point something out in the trailer they suggest that he started it in prison See, and again, dude, it doesn't matter because you're not telling me that in the movie. It's amazing well, how terrible this movie is written and constructed. Yeah. This is to reinforce how cool Cool World is because it's like an outlaw art form. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and it, it's totally fun. It's actually more interesting if it's like, yeah, I created this in prison and it took off and I've got this weird following and whatever. But the movie never lets you into like what Gabriel Byrne is thinking. And he's what what should be the main character theoretically, right? Yes. Right. Well, that's like, when I finished the movie, I asked you guys, I was like, which one of these three actors is the protagonist? Because they're all sort of given equal weight. Like I understand the movie starts with Brad Pitt or whatever, but like then there's just a long time until we meet Brad Pitt again in the movie. Yeah, I, I think Gabriel Byrne and Cam Basinger at the end of the movie are the losers and he is the winner. And that's sure. kind of where I took my right. my points yeah, I, from. I mean, the start of the movie, you are like seeing Brad Pitt as a human being going, having come through the war and everything. So it does feel like his narrative, but it does get fractured to such a degree. And then I'm watching him like, wait a second, he's a cop in Cool World? How did this all happen? It would have been maybe fun or interesting to see the series of events that lead him to become a police officer there. Exactly. Or, you know, at least say something about, you know what I mean? Because yes. I thought yeah. the same thing. I was like, so what do you mean you're a fucking cop in a world where, like, human beings are not supposed to be anyway? It's a great I mean, question. I mean, I feel like Bakshi probably did, uh, was, had all this there, before the writer, the the poltergeist team came in, and they're the only uh, credited writers. He's not credited at all. But he originally wrote it. He wrote in the original script. He wrote it, and they said absolutely not because it was too violent. Um, and then they got the like. I guess the they lifted the characters and the general like premise. And then the guys who did uh, poltergeist, poltergeist two, and marked for death. Nice. Uh, oh, wow. Script. Now we're talking. Uh, and, like, it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. Well, and also, apparently, he wanted um, Brad Pitt and to be Gabriel Byrne's character, and the studio said no. And he also wanted Drew Barrymore to be the Hollywood character, and they said no as well. So I think maybe that's maybe why Brad Pitt a gets so much. A 1992 Drew Barrymore? That's, hey, man, that's that's what we're saying. <laughs> you know what, Ralph Bakshi? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's okay. She's she cartoon. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like, yikes. Um, So, like, he gets out of prison pretty much immediately. And, like, it seems like he was well-liked in prison. He goes back to this dope-ass fucking, like, villa he's got. I love that this house waited around for him, but we should say before he gets out of the clink, oh, right. yes, he, he zaps into Cool World briefly, and he's like watching all these wolves like salaciously look 
at Kim Basinger's character, like doing a little dance, and then he zaps back out, like into the cell. I would love to know how exactly that all works because, um, you know, hey, great idea. Brad Pitt is trans transported due to this spike invention that that little old pervert doctor made. <laughs> yeah. And then later towards the film, that becomes kind of the whole thing that's like, it functions as like in the Super Mario Brothers movie, the worlds are then combining. So there's right. like an, there's like a, there's a thing, there's this object that, that makes this happen. But with Gabriel Byrne, because I guess he's the inventor, he can just dip in and out. Despite the fact that people in Cool World says it existed before him, so he just, I guess, taps into it and then draws what he sees that world is? Well, see, that's what, that's why, I mean, so much of this movie doesn't make any sense because it's like, if Gabriel Byrne is creating this cartoon comic strip or comic book line in the 90s from prison, mm -hmm. how did this little turd exist back in the 40s? Yes. I think there's something to be said about the fact that like, when we're in the 40s and Brad Pitt goes to this world, there is nothing there. It yeah. is just like this void. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it, maybe it's uh, you're supposed to believe that Gabriel oh. Byrne was able to sort of like fill in question or, mark. the details like, and, and stuff the I first mean, guy comes to betty boop and then suddenly <laughs> cool world starts ha like existing yeah, like life it. sparks within mm -hmm. oh that yeah, makes yeah. sense too well it's it's a thing where and we should talk about when, when you go there you finally <laughs> see what cool world is and it's one thing i mean like roger rabbit the thing is all these cartoon characters that you see a they're established characters whatever but like they all like in a scene they're like I'm at a bar. I'm going to go get a drink. I'm at a bar. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm at a bar. I'm enjoying this dance. It's like just like bad animation on loop. And sometimes it doesn't even matter what the characters are doing because no true. one's reacting. And it's like so frustrating. I mean, Roger yeah, Rabbit has like a point to it. It has it has a narrative. You you understand you understand Eddie Valiant's like whole motivation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's that's the other thing, too, Steve. You're totally right. Like, every bit of animation in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, means something. There is so much shit in this movie. Like you said, it's just like this cacophonous tornado of animated garbage. But then also, like, those weird moments where shit just flies by the yes. camera. Mm -hmm. And they don't, like, those, like, flying skulls. And there's a moment where, like, Kim Basinger's, like, doing something sexy. And all of these other little, like animal looking things are just like running across the screen but like they're not in the scene i have a yeah. theory on this uh -huh. okay i think it's um ghosts of doodles that never happened maybe Got like it. he ripped uh -huh. up or didn't complete uh -huh. oh so what would fucking tom cotton make this cartoon <laughs> <laughs> well my question he definitely is... jerked off to it oh he certainly did look at the... that guy that guy gone to toontown look at his oh. face Dude, that guy's rubbed it raw to cartoons. Tom Cotton, Senator Dick, dude. Tom Cotton has jerked he, off to cartoons, but, America. But he's not doing this. is This is softcore to him. He goes to deviant <laughs> art where the real oh, yeah, stuff dude. is. I bet he likes like Muppets and shit too. You know, yeah. no, it's like, like oh, it's Lois and Chris, and they're fucking. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's he's fucking his mom. Egg. Well, yes, I have to say that my favorite uh, erotic film is Meet the Feebles. <laughs> 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 Uh, Tom Cotton. Uh, my Mr. Radic film is Stewie Gets a Bath or whatever. <laughs> but here's but like, 
my thing is because they, they call so we find out that humans are called noids which is hilarious um <laughs> right and for short for humanoid but also you gotta you gotta annoy the noid um but you gotta cartoon, avoid the noid avoid the noid at all costs the, he annoys you <laughs> yeah he's gonna right. ruin your pizza man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Did he ever? What's the last time the Noid ruined a pizza? You think? Oh well, I think. Uh, well, they put him down, didn't they? Oh, that's right. They, they, they put they him down. Him. Yeah, for ruining pizzas. Yeah, so like, you've ruined your last pizza, Noid. It's the execution it, for you. That would be hilarious if the instead of doing the like I know our pizza sucks thing, they're like, <laughs> we're sorry, but the Noid was making all the pizzas. <laughs> yeah, and that's he what made it is. Subpar <laughs> sauce, subpar cheese <laughs> toppings. The Noid is like Santa Claus for Domino's Pizza, right? He's in every location at once. He's making all the pizzas, doing a terrible job. <laughs> yes. um, but We're so, firing the Noid today, we well, swear. Well, the whole Noid thing, like the fact that in Cool World they have a slur against humans, yet there's only one human, which is Brad Pitt, and he's a cop. And how did he get that authority if people actually don't like humans? And why aren't there more humans if we're talking about humans to this degree? I, Great well, question. Well, we've, we've, like, they, that's the thing. Like, they mention, like, one of these fucking disgusting things mentions something about, like, you know, every once in a while a human coming through. But, like, there's no... There's Mention no infrastructure for this fucking stupid idea. So, like, they say it somewhere. I think Brad Pitt's like, "Oh, is he just another guy coming through on a dream?" So, I guess sometimes you can dream and go to Cool World? Question mark. You can dream about fucking a cartoon. <laughs> but my so the the cartoons are called Doodles, and my theory on this, and it's it, it, it gives me way too much credit. It's like anytime you doodle on your notebook, it goes here. So, like that big pointy S is like the mayor of Cool World. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got the voice of Keith David. Oh my god, that would be awesome! And every time he talks, like it just kind of like glows, <laughs> like Bow. in a, a pattern with his speech. Bow before me. <laughs> I am the weird S. <laughs> As the mayor of Cool World, the shiny 3DS, I will proclaim and remind. I didn't take it out for air. (laughs) Us the stick people vote against this. Uh, yes, uh, excuse me, uh, 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 you senator from Cool World District 4, uh, half-drawn Wolverine, what do you have to say about this? Kill me! (laughs) I don't want to live like that! And I name my lieutenant weirdly skinny Homer Simpson. (laughs) Okay, and what do you say, veiny cock and library book? (laughs) A uh, lewd drawing of Mrs. Sanderson. Please put your. T- oh, you know you're na- you have to be naked all the time. I'm sorry, I forgot you're the lewd drawing of Mrs. Sanderson. I apologize. My army of very hairy testicles, <laughs> and our cousin from a different realm that we've accepted as one of our own. The calculator that says boobless. <laughs> Um, it's that's it's a, all way better than cool world. It's a, it makes some sense, at least like it's like oh, every time you imagine something, it comes here, and they all like live in this chaos or whatever. Because it is just, I mean, one of my notes is, is this hell? Because it sure seems like it. Yeah, like, at least like cartoon hell. <laughs> like yeah. again, Roger Rabbit, I can go to a bar, I could maybe hit on Betty Boop, and I could like go home and be be done with it, and like sleep in a relatively quiet fucking you know subdivision. But here, there's. <laughs> Just fucking like chaos and shit, and, like babies pissing on things. Well, because the other difference, 
There's a he's wearing a diaper. First of all, first of all, Steve, he's wearing a diaper and he has a Freddy Krueger claw hand. So stop. He pisses on things. You're right. He pisses in someone's mouth. He does that little thing. Yes, I forgot about that guy. Because that's That's a character that's not a character, by the way. In case you're wondering. Also, yes. Right, but he's got fucking more screen time than Brad Pitt does. (laughs) He does. It's a lot. It's. it's, Yeah, they are like this. There's this trio of like whatevers that are hanging around Hollywood. I guess they're kind of her minions. One is either a baby or a man dressed as a baby with sh- <laughs> Freddy, Freddy Krueger. I don't know. He's a little monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's You know what it is, actually? it's um, He looks like when uh, like the, the little baby in The Incredibles, like Jack-Jack, turns into like the little devil beast. Sure. That's what it kind of looks like, but much, much shittier. He also has like a like Norma Desmond cartoon next to <laughs> yes, him. Yes, yes. Yeah, she's like a se- she kind of reminds me of um very specifically when uh Eddie Valiant goes to Toontown and there's a, that that fake Jessica Rabbit that wants to fuck him so bad. Oh yes. She kind of reminds me of that. Like a, a you know, and, and there's a cartoon trope of that, you know, in oh, those I, old yeah. Tex Avery's whatever's. I also Absolutely. by the way, I've, I I have seen his Lord of the Rings uh movie and that is also Nazi propaganda. <laughs> is it really? Is it? Well, I don't know. It's just but- it's yeah. just crude, man. I yeah. just, I just, I, I just can't get into his animation style. I wish I could. Eric, I, 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 Eric, I wish I can't. Eric has also called Bambi Nazi propaganda. So I mean, this <laughs> I mean, is all. I mean, it's out. fucking Walt Disney. It's not that far. Yeah, dude. pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's that's the dilemma of the animator, and there are great ones out there. And you know, and I do like some animation. I, I was playing it up a little bit before, but there is, there's something that. I mean, I think this is an artist thing in general that you can veer to a really weird direction. And with an, with a medium that is primarily associated with children, it's just off-putting to me. Sure. No, I think you're, you're, there's a lot right there, uh, but there's also a lot wrong. Well, but it's, no, also, yeah. it's also worth mentioning that, like, with the exce- exception of some animes, the uh, attempt to make American adults... Yes. Uh, animated films has been a failure, abject failure. Because it, le- it goes to Edgelord Town pretty quick. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And that's, like, that, exa- Sausage Party also sucks. I didn't it's got to it. be in your face. It's like, And that's the thing. It's like, it's the best of anime is for adults, but not in your face. Like, Akira is not like trying to gross you out or something. Yeah. Akira it's, is good. Like, yes. I'll, I'll, so the, there are anime that I, I did, I, I have watched, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But and, and, uh, and as, as much as yeah. like you know Miyazaki is like family friendly, I mean that shit can be appreciated on an adult level. Oh sure, you know, and it's it's beautiful, it's incredible filmmaking, and at no point are you like, wow, he's trying to be extreme. I mean well, that's the gold standard there because it's like I don't want like hypothetically I don't have any children, but if a, if I had a child and they walked in on me watching a cartoon, I would pray that it was adequate in a moral sense. Uh, zero zero uh, tentacles to be found. That's right. I always yeah. got aroused by the boar dying in Princess Mononoke. Am I alone in that? Oh, no, I feel you on that. <laughs> Just the, and I don't know. So, sometimes if I look at Porco Rosso the right way, dude. <laughs> oh, you did that. He especially it. if it's the dub with Michael Keaton doing it. I don't know. Something about that. Oh, so um, Take me in your plane, pig man. Uh, <laughs> fly me into the clouds, pig man. Just me and you to be alone. He uh, uh, jacked Scout me, Pigman. <laughs> Jack Deebs goes to a comic book store, and this is the problem. He goes to a comic book store, and like apparently he's like some fucking god. He's got a, a six stack of comics, which I do want. One on the top is the New Gods, which I'm like, ooh, that's a good run, dude. You could see what the comic books were on my VHS tape. Somehow I did. Wow, when, if you nice. 
if you know how to look. Um, and uh, <laughs> people are like sniffing him around, and like uh, when he goes to to pay, there's this fairly sexy lady that behind the the counter is like, "Oh my God, you're Jack Deebs," and like everyone's like losing their shit about it. And like she like pretty much throws herself at him. He's like, "No, no, no, sorry, sweetheart, I gotta go jerk off to a car." Too. He's like, "Go out on a real human date with this attractive lady." Look, dude, you've been fucking jerking off he, for years. Exactly, he's out of prison. To your fucking pencil she, drawing. She looks like a member of a cover band of the B-52s. What else could you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> look at that totally. font. Come on. <laughs> Uh, uh, wow, actually, you're totally right. Yeah, and like and she's like, "Hey, maybe we can get some coffee." I have to, like, no, no, no. I've got to go back to Cool World, young lady. <laughs> Dude, it's so sad. I have to go back to my friends and tell my stories. No, get fucked. I mean, also, if your one of your first stops out of prison is the comic book store, please get the fuck out of here. Well, I, 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 excuse me, I have to get the fuck out of here. Okay, good, good. That's gonna be okay. <laughs> All right, so we're continuing the episode. Steve is logged off. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Steve. <laughs> Uh, I do love the rude prick in this comic book oh, store him. that like when everybody like he's signing stuff. And the other thing about it, this guy fucking ruins the whole thing because like I feel like part of it was like and again, this script is terrible and they cut this thing to ribbons so it doesn't make any sense. But I think part of it may have been like I'm going to go to the comic book store so I'm going to try to sell off some of these things, maybe get a little dough. Yeah. While I get back on my feet and figure out my business with my Cool World comic. That's the other thing. We don't know like how it's published. There's no manager yeah. character. We don't know what's going on there. But so I think that's why he's there. And it's this kind of nice little moment where all they're all fucking S and his D. Like, <laughs> sign my comics. This is great. Oh, I'm such a fan. Blah, blah, blah. And then you get this asshole. <laughs> I mm -hmm. love him. The size of the cartoon comic book guy on The Simpsons. And he's like, ah, hey. Hey, Debs, aren't you uh, do a book on that guy you murdered? <laughs> and like everybody goes like totally silent, like total douche chill. And he's like, you know, you killed that guy you found in bed with your wife. Hey, Debs, how about a comic book about that? And I was like, how about you drop dead? I, I, my favorite character in the movie for sure. And like, yeah, I don't know, maybe I would be like, fuck that guy. That guy's a murderer. Like a straight up murderer. <laughs> Come here and see this reformed murderer. Come here <laughs> and see the reformed we, murderer. We wonder why there's so much recidivism mm, in this country. You know what I mean? It's like, here's a dude fucking stand-up citizen he's did his you know he paid his debt to society who knows could have been a crime of passion that sounds like a tales from the crypt episode by the way <laughs> and like you know we we that's the thing is like you don't know any of the circumstances so you don't know how to feel they, about gabriel burns character they refuse to tell me what happened so i'm gonna assume he was in the right okay I'm just gonna assume that. <laughs> so you're gonna have to deal with that shit now. Listen, I, well, one way or another, dude, he's paid his he's paid his debt to society. Absolutely, Kevin. yes. We and should all, say all oh, homicides yeah. are justified, and that's mm. just that's how I look at the world. And I jerk off at cartoons. We should say, <laughs> and I'm right, cotton. As as resident comic book expert, for sure, I should say very specifically, there has never been, and that's why that's reason number two. This woman is, you know, fair, fairly aggressively hitting on Gabriel Byrne. There has never been a man this good looking anywhere near a fucking comic this, book. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen Frank Miller? This motherfucker can defend my realm. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> It, it's, that's a Gabriel Byrne movie. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's a pretty good you movie. Can, you can the keep it. <laughs> Excellent. And we nice. should also say, um, I think my favorite um, Gabriel Byrne performance was a comic book movie when he played um, Johnny Storm in Hereditary. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. He said, Flame on. <laughs> yeah, I got it. 
I had to think about that movie for a second because I've seen it one time and I was like, what? Yeah, oh, same. right. Oh, right. People burning to death in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, you know, he sells all those comic books and then the dude says that he kind of gets out of there. He fucking goes back to Cool World and it's a little bit of a longer stay this time. He's like tormented by all these cartoons and he meets uh hollywood here and it's holly h-o-l-l-i and then a ca capital w-o-u-l-d mm -hmm. um and she's like she's fucking coming on to gabriel Byrne, and he's like oh yeah finally here we go and i think it's she to her to him says something about like uh he's being he's too hungry for or she's too hungry for what he's got or he's too hungry for what she's got. I don't remember the delivery there. It's something. I, mean, I think she, it's her to him. By the way, speaking of Hollywood, did you guys see that the the trivia? I guess I, I think I saw oh. on Wikipedia about the Hollywood sign and how yes. they put a seventy foot like tall a cutout. Oh, it's a giant woman cartoon. <laughs> she's sitting on the D, obviously, of Hollywood, right. and uh, apparently a lot of people were pissed off about it. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm just trying to drive home here, man. Can I not think about Cool World? Thank you. Yes. Stop reminding me about how I don't want to see Cool World. Thank you very much. I mean, this was a this was a box office bomb, right? It opened in like sixth place, and it yeah. was Awful. like half the but. It only re like an entire run in theaters got half the budget of the film, which was oh. a small budget to begin. It was only it made 14, and it cost 30 million. Yeah. The Oof. I I but. Holly's character we should talk about because she's sort of she could be a main character or the main character. She's aggressively horny the entire time. Mm -hmm. you, and the first thing you really meet her after the dance scene is like she meets up with Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's like, Holly, I heard you hanging out with all these do these noids. You can't be doing that. And she's like, I want to fuck a noid really bad. That's all I want. I want to be real. I want to be Marilyn Monroe. That's part of it, too. A, a big part of it, rather. Well, yeah, she says to him in that scene, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm dressed uh, as Marilyn Monroe from, I don't remember what movie it was. Um, you know, so, yeah. It's Let's like, make she's love. Like, yes, you're totally right. Thank you. Um, you know, and it's like, oh, this is the exact dress she wore in Let's Make Love and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, I get it, back. She, You want to <laughs> fuck Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Join the club, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so th th there is that weird thing where Brad Pitt's like, "Yeah, you had a, you had like a, there was a report of a noid alert around here, uh, or ear, something like that." Era, I've been shot, and now I've waken up in Cool World. I'm the president, JFK. I uh, pledge to you, people of Cool World. I will be a great uh, cartoon president. Oh, she don't want to fuck me because I'm a cartoon now. <laughs> oh, yay. It's pronounced cartoon. <laughs> Hi there. I'm JFK's exposed brain. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, I mentioned that because, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, Brad Pitt dies and then can go into Cool World anyway. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ted Kennedy's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how I he can it. be underwater still <laughs> if he's... <laughs> 
if he's running QAnon or whatever those I think morons he's the mer- I think he's a merman in uh, in oh. Cool World. That's how that works. Is Q is Q of QAnon in Cool World? Mm. Is a Q world Q Q instead of a C? Is that? A- <laughs> Can, can, I, 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 that's a great point, Eric, and I uh-huh. do think that there is an Ethernet cable that fucking li- links up to 8chan and fucking Cool World for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, dude, people like having sex with Pepe the Frog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally, dude. They're fucking pounding that little guy. <laughs> that poor little bastard. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Fury gets dropped into that place. Oh boy, <laughs> dude, that that is yeah, cool world with Matthew Fury, and it's just him and a bunch of fucking Nazis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who is oh, Matthew man. Fury? Uh, he's the guy who created Pepe the Frog. Uh, see, uh, feels good man on Amazon. Rent it. It's awesome. It's a great I've been documentary. Meaning to check that out. It's good a great is it, documentary. Is it worth? It's, it's so it's worth a goddamn. It, huh? Oh, it's oh, yeah. really worth. A, it's really good. Because I, you know, I, I admit I didn't see the trailer. I have not seen the movie, obviously, but I just saw that that was a thing, and I was like. Absolutely not. No, I mean it's 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 about this guy that made this really cool trippy cartoon. That's actually quite funny. It, it and, got hijacked. By oh, the that's I I yeah. forgot it was it, it it did not start out. Yes. Okay. All right. Interesting and, enough. And it's a really actually good if you're wondering what that whole thing means. Precisely. It's very good on that front. What do you mean if that like whole pep, thing? Pepe memes and like all the like how where, it's, where it started and where it started. Oh, like, and why it was I, picked up. I'd be just as happy to see a documentary about those people burning in hell. Um, But sure, sure, maybe I'll check out the origin of how he became a meme. It would be great if there was a documentary of people burning in hell. So we could get some finality. Hell exists, I guess, but their lens is subjective in what they're showing of hell. Eric, excuse me, we have had this discussion. We know that there is recorded audio from hell. Yeah. Dude, Art Bell told us about that. <laughs> was that was that in Russia? There was like a it hole was in, in the ground where people were yes. screaming. <laughs> there was, yes, no, that's so. <laughs> this is so sidetracked. That was but just that was just a Russian prison camp. That's all. It's yeah. just underground. It's, mm. The only thing we can talk about is cartoon tits. So please talk about a fucking yeah, hole in Russia like. where people thought there was hell. <laughs> No, so there, I, I, uh, there was a there was a traveling short film package from uh, this past this 2020 Sundance Film Festival, uh, and so I, I played the 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 program, and one of the shorts was this documentary where uh, the Soviet Union and the United States got into a different kind of uh, you know Cold War situation over who could dig the biggest hole. And so the Soviet Union was really going hardcore, like digging this hole. And they got to a point (laughs) where they... Like uh, Charles Bronson, The Great Escape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, you know, a long way down. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course. They put like a a microphone down there or something. And like they heard a bunch of stuff on on the recording. And immediately it was like, oh, well, that's got to be hell. And so then it just turned into this thing where like these crazy evangelicals and all these conspiracy nuts yeah. like Art Bell oh, and everything. It's yeah. like trade, like tape trading of back in the old days before yes. YouTube. And yes, we're exactly. sending our love down to hell. <laughs> oh, way down. down. <laughs> exactly. And oh, so man. like, so then all these people started passing this around and you can still find it on youtube and it was like yes. the voices of hell and i think they actually determined it was like just like the sound of seismic shifting and shit because they were that far down but it's it does sound like like wailing human voices and uh the i i i, I used to listen to art bell on youtube years and years ago at my old job and i i'm unless they took it down that episode is also on youtube of art bell and art bell was a treasure 
Well, Art Bell is still broadcasting live from hell. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, oh, true. actually, he died and went into Cool World. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Top of the mountain, top top of the Rocky Mountains here in Cool World. He did broadcast from Nevada, just like Brad Pitt here at the oh, start of the film. Right. Yes, uh, I'm on a, a mountaintop that's smoking a cigarette and has sunglasses. Um, he tells me that the weather is good and fine. Well, wow, sounds like he's in California. IA. Can we talk about the weird guy um, that's like purple and he looks like a fucking weird Roger Plotz from uh, Doug? Yes. He oh, does. this was this was a dude that I thought for a hot second was the villain uh, of the movie because he should be because should he's be. actually in the movie. That yes, but also I thought it was a weird thing where Brad Pitt was also voicing this guy. I did too, not, but yeah, it it's not. The case. Yeah. But he's just, I mean, look, he does nothing. He's like kind of a villain that wants he, to fuck uh, well, Hollywood, obviously. He's, he's dating Hollywood at the beginning. Got it. Right, and towards the end, he eats crinkle-cut french fries, which is probably the best animation of the film. <laughs> also he, a sign that he's a villain. Oh, you don't like crinkle-cut? I don't like crinkle-cut. I'm not a crinkle-cut like crinkle fan. I'm not I'm a fan. A, I'm all right with it. I'm not, right, I'm not a fan. I'm a steak so, fries person. No, you're not. I am indeed. Steak oh fries. I like steak fries. Listen, I why don't just eat a whole sack of potatoes? <laughs> I might steak just do that, Dad. I am co-signing <laughs> steak fries, but I'm also caucusing with wrinkle fries over here because I like them both. I think the thing is a fried potato. Uh, sign me up, dude. I, I could throw a baked potato at me. I'd eat it. Well, that's what you're getting with a fucking uh, steak fries, so a baked potato. Best of both worlds. I think if you if you took like five steak fries and you know put a rubber band around it, that's a potato. <laughs> also, I, I want to give credit. Uh, I, I had to look up the movie. The short is called "The Deepest Hole," directed by Matt McCormick. That was at Sundance this year. I don't know where you can see it outside of this traveling thing, but maybe like Google around for it. It is well worth the watch. Oh, it's good. How long is that again? Like less than 10 minutes. Okay, cool. I'll watch it then. Well, we're uh, <laughs> looking forward to uh, director of Baraka and Sam Sarah's uh, new movie, Ron Frick, his new movie about hell called Fucking Hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whatever. I mean, like that, that guy's just around. He comes to nothing like everybody else does. Uh, basically, Gabriel Byrne finally gets into Cool World for good now, right? This is how it goes. And when he gets there, like... Uh, there's this whole sequence where like these three weird, the weird baby, the lady that wants to fuck and this other, these other things are around and they're like, <laughs> and this is kind of like a, a, a mission statement of cool world. There's a very Disney esque rabbit. That's like really cute. And it wants to like gamble with them. Something, something. And they're like playing dice. Yeah. They're like shooting dice. Um, and this rabbit is like who rats on them to the police because sure. they're like, oh, I see there's a human being like canoodling with a doodle like I'm going to narc on them or whatever because they are like chased by these weird like, you know, Keystone-ish kind of cop sort Absolutely. of things. They're definitely Keystone-esque cops. And that's what the, I think the baby pisses on them, actually. He does. Yeah. He does yeah. Yep. Which is pretty great. <laughs> um, but th th while they're doing this, they're, they've kidnapped Gabriel Byrne and they're taking him to Holly. And Gabriel, I mean, Gabriel Byrne does not have a lot to do when he gets to Cool World. Really, it's crazy. He should yeah. be like he should be fucking Neo at the end of the first Matrix movie or something in here. I would be having a fucking heart attack. I'd be like, oh man, bad skag. Oops. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, you know, again, I, you know, I point this out a lot, but like the reaction is not you know appropriate to what you are looking at no 
It, which is to say, if I was beamed into Cool World, I don't think I'd stop screaming. <laughs> no, and I would you know not. What I mean? And I wouldn't want to stay there. Or if it's a thing, like if it was a thing that I also knew that I created, I would just stand there and be like, "Well, I'm crazy now. Mm -hmm. Like I've lost it. Yep. I'm inside my yep. cartoon world mm -hmm. that I created with my hands while in prison." Okay. That's what it feels like to do this podcast, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> well, especially the last 10 months. Quick question around the horn. Anyone see Monkey Bone? Is Monkey Bone better than this? Worse Mon than this? I, it Monkey has to be Bone, better. Monkey Bone is a, 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 a much better than this. Okay. A might side movie, better. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't seen that since it was released. I think it's, I saw Monkey Bone in the theater. It's it's a movie my, my wife really loves. Uh, it's the, it's the guy who did Nightmare Before Christmas, I think. It's yes, his, Henry, uh, Henry, Henry Selleck. Yeah. Yes. Is Chris Kattan in that? Yes, he is. Oh, man. It's I Kattan and like Brendan Fraser, yep. right? I saw Chris Kattan recently. At uh, the deli? <laughs> no. <laughs> he would, there was he a, cut your sandwich the wrong I way? Hey, Kattan, stop dancing and fucking cut my sandwich. Was, was he uh, protesting <laughs> the governor of Michigan? Yeah, Mango, you forgot the mustard. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the unfortunate thing about Chris Kattan is all of his... Uh, SNL characters were don't stand up to the light of day. No, today, right? no, no. But no, he was on a um, W Picks did a short lived dating show, like a Zoom dating show. Whoa! It was oh, awful, I think awful, I saw awful. a headline about this. Or did you tweet about it or something? I might have. Yeah, I think I, I might have tweeted a picture of of him yes. debasing himself by appearing on this show, going on Zoom dates with ladies, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was yeah it was kind of a wonderful quarantine experience so you'd That's rather incredible. him be at the deli is what you're saying yeah or you'd yeah. rather be at the deli I think. <laughs> of course yeah i would love to tower over chris Kattan, <laughs> dominate Mon him in a deli <laughs> monkey bone was a movie that came out when i was just starting as an usher at the multiplex and i remember like because you have to do like the as an usher you have to do like the quality check so like, you go into theater and like you make sure the air conditioning's okay. That no one's like beaten off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that mm -hmm. stuff. Have you ever caught one? Uh, beaters? No. I definitely saw people fucking. Ah. And I always, I can't remember what the movie is, and that just kills me because that's always like, well, what was the movie? And it sucks that I can't remember, but there was definitely fucking happening at one point. Uh, but I remember like walking into the auditorium while Monkey Bone was playing and just being like, Absolutely not. <laughs> yep. It was before my real yeah. affinity for bad movies kicked in. Sure. You know? um, uh, back when back when I had taste as a sixteen year old kid. <laughs> so he like he meets Holly. She kind of like lays down the ground rules. They don't fuck yet. He goes back, and then he comes back, and like this is when like she's throwing a party that Brad Pitt can't get into. Is the idea right? And this is sort of a well, secret. No, oh, is this no where he noids? has to? He's, yes. He, uh, yeah, no noids. And he's got to scale the side of the building. Yes. We should say Brad Pitt, A, has a girlfriend. Um, Lonette. Lonette. Right, who looks that, like a, another Hollywood-esque type character. Yeah, but a brunette. And they don't fuck because she's a doodle and I ain't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. By the way, is, is, yeah. is not fucking the cartoons the only law in Cool World? It is. It so seems. then what the fuck else are you doing with your time, man? <laughs> he's just policing himself. And then when Gabriel Byrne yeah. shows up, he's actually got some purpose in life saying, hey, hey, hey don't fuck these things. <laughs> I think that's why you're right, dude. I think that's why he instantly is trying so hard to railroad Gabriel Byrne because he's like, finally, someone here to do my job. Because otherwise, like... What are you a cop for? I mean, you're you're not yeah. arresting these cartoons that are throwing dice. You're not arresting 
all the crazy stuff, you know, the nutso things that are happening all throughout Cool World, you're not keeping the order here, buddy. And you also appear to be the only detective. Like, you've got those Keystone Cops guys, but you never see them, like, working you, together. But you're the coming in and out, dude. And, well, you would arrest the drug addicts, except for the syringes are singing Dean Martin while it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's... Be- Brad Pitt's like celibate for like forty fucking years. Yes, and then you see some other honking cock walking, human cock walking the door, (laughs) and he's like, "Come on, dude. Here's the thing. For some reason, we're not fucking them." And I'm a, you know, I'm against fucking cartoons, obviously. But if you're in the cartoon world and your brain is gone, whatever. Well, it hey, also seems in Rome, like he, dude. It also seems exactly. like he can leave whatever he wants, and like we find yep. out, like later, it's it's part of his PTSD. He's like, oh, you know, you could die in that world. Also, like, mm-hmm. it, I, you could die in that world. There's a million ways they can kill you. They have wars there. Like, you know, that's kind of a character thing. I don't know, dude. I would. I mean, like, so the, I guess the choice is immortality or being able to fuck even at all. And guess where I'm going? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. dude. I'll see you later. I gotta get it wet. <laughs> and also, the other thing is like. They never really, like, tell you whether or not Brad Pitt is aware of how much time has passed. And then he, like, casually is just, like, like, later in the movie, they all come into the real world. And he's like, yeah, yeah, something, something, 50 years. And I'm like, well, did it feel like 50 years to you, Brad Pitt? How do you instantly know that it's 1990? Uh, Judging by my experience of watching Cool World, it must have felt like a thousand years. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this movie's only what, like an hour and forty-five minutes, but it feels like four hours. Yes, it does. Because I mean, like, and again, there's no plot. I mean, we're talking about there's like no real plot structure. It's like he, he, he. If if the thing is Gabriel Byrne fucks her and she comes into the real world and it turns into a fish out of water thing, which it does, that needs to happen in like minute twenty-five. Absolutely, yeah. because that's what the movie has to be about. It's fucking splash, but with a cartoon. Sure, that'd be fun, sort of, right? You know- that's, of course it would. It would be something. That's the only time in the movie when any of this horse shit gets interesting. Uh, and it's the last, like, 20 minutes. That's what's so fucked up about the movie is that it, like, takes an hour where you're like, this is long-winded, nothing's happening, and then it rushes everything in, like, 25 minutes. Exactly, because there's yep. so much just, like, wa- and again, like, what you're watching are, like, non-sequiturs of weird, like, you know, Betty Boop-esque looking cartoons like smash each other's with mallets and, you know, Brad Pitt walks past it and doesn't comment on it. Like, that's what you're looking at. Right. Um. So, like, whatever. Uh, he's got this spider partner who's fun, you know, or something. Uh, he's like a nervous spider character who also has gotten it wet on the past. He's like, hey, boss, remember, did I ever tell you about that time I had sex with that woman? And it's like, <laughs> he does say that. A couple I of- miss that line, dude. Seriously? He says, oh, I-, I had sex with this hussy or something like that. Oh, something, cool. something. Yeah, it was really cool world. Man. I had sex with a lady. I didn't respect her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the line because that was a weird line. It's a weird line. Stacked hussy from the projects. That's what he said. Uh, really thanks. bad. Thanks, thanks, everybody. And I'd be like, fantastic. you know what, Spider? Let me remind you that I haven't had sex in fifty years. <laughs> so Looks like you know the what, spiders dude? caught himself a couple of flies. <laughs> oh my god! I, I would love it if that's what uh, Nails like is talking. Nails is the spider character, Thank you, yes. and he's he's talking with Brad Pitt. He's like, yeah, you know, I had sex with this real woman from this, and you know what? I I destroyed her world. I destroyed the whole world. It, it, it enveloped in itself. It turned into cartoons and then died. Uh, and, you know, now I found a new life here. And, you know, it's not so bad. But I would definitely say no on fucking mm-hmm. humans. I laid <laughs> eggs in her sack. 
Or, oh my God. Uh, you know, it was weird. I, uh, you know, I had sex with this woman, and all of a sudden, here I am in suburban Maine, and there's all these little kids running around me, <laughs> and here I am. I got to turn into a clown. It's a real silly situation. <laughs> um, I gay bash in- people for no reason, I guess. <laughs> That's the guy movie. who voices this Sparks character is an actor named Michael David Lolly. Same year, he's credited as playing a detective in Basic Instinct. But year before that, uh, we saw him in previous episode, The Rapture. Ooh, well, Sparks is not the the, the the spider. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's nails. Sparks. Yeah. Sparks, oh. Sparks is the p- purple gangster, yeah. Oh, oh, he's the purple gangster. Oh, 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 I see. The great so, Charlie so, Adler is um, uh, Nails, who does the voice of... Oh, tons of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Starscream yeah, uh, and Transformers. All sorts of stuff. So, yeah, he's the great Charlie Adler, we call him. Gotcha. And yeah, that, ser- serious, real-deal voice actor. And that's kind of, If I was going to say one thing I like about this movie, I like Nails. Yeah, he's fun. I he, think that's a fine little character. It's a fun-looking character design. Like he's got a, a trait. You know what I mean? He's yep. nervous. You know what it's I mean? It's like- a thing. It's a thing that you can look at <laughs> and you can say to yourself, like, "All right, he's like a little spider guy, and he's got a hat on, and it all fucking makes <laughs> but sense." But the reason everyone likes him so much is he's like not hypersexualized, despite some dialogue. Precisely, yeah. Because <laughs> again, like Holly, every second she's like, "I want to get fucked. I want to get fucked. I want to get fucked." It's just annoying at that point. Somebody fuck this lady. Well, because so like, you know, cartoons can fuck other cartoons, right? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, left and right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know, man. So fucking get over your Gabriel Byrne thing and go fuck. Well, she wants to be a real girl. It's a very like, you know, Pinocchio-esque kind of situation. Right. And Gabriel Byrne's able to provide that by fucking her, coming inside of her. And then it. (laughs) The human DNA mixes with toon DNA, well, that's and my she question. becomes a real person, right? Cartoon my- DNA. <laughs> <laughs> that's my question, because like Brad Pitt's got this girlfriend. He even says the very vulgar line, I'm like a plug without a socket. Because they can't, because she's like coming on to him, so starts to kiss him, which is apparently okay. But they're like, I can't, baby, I can't. I'll destroy the reality. It's like, so like... Are hand jobs okay? Can he like jerk? Yeah. Could we do? Could we do a thing where like he's jerking off on this side of the room, she's doing stuff on the other side? We're having fun. Could he? Can he watch her fuck that spider? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Can there be cucking going on? Yeah. Jerry can Falwell be... Junior. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Brad Pitt gets really drunk, falls on his face, and then watches her get fucked by some other guy. Uh, or you know, yeah, is hand stuff okay? Mutual masturbation, uh, cross the room masturbation. What if she jerks him off in one of those big Mickey Mouse gloves? Oh, see, that's like Cool World condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, you do it in, like, a Dexter room just to be careful. Like, you put she- oh, like sheets a- all over the uh, everything. So you get all the DNA yeah. and you can throw it all cleanly in the garbage. You can nicely <laughs> fold it all up with all the fluids in there and burn it, as, uh, yes, as Eric says. Um, yeah, and they, like, so, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a long sequence where we're scaling up this building. It do- comes to nothing. They kind that of, shit all looks terrible, by the it way. Does. As, as much as I love Brad Pitt, and again, you're only working with what you got, but like him faking scaling this building is the dumbest he's ever well, looked in a the, movie. The sets, such as they are, are when it's not you know when humans have to interact with cartoons. It is. It's actually like cardboard painted to look like a cartoon kind of a thing. And boy, it looks like shit. It does. It, even on, th- again, this, even on my VHS, I could say, "Wow, this looks like shit." Uh, here's a question. Why does he have a real-world car? 
I, I, maybe he, he he sent away for it, or somebody <laughs> came there and died. Did he did he yeah. win that in a fucking poker game yeah. in Cartoon Italy against Lando Calrissian? Okay. <laughs> because like he has this like all these inconsistencies were driving me crazy. Because he's got a real actual car, but then he's smoking cartoon cigarettes. <sighs> that cartoon cigarette looks fucking ridiculous. Maybe it's those so don't don't give you cancer. Oh, they give you fun cancer, though. It's like your lungs are getting eaten away, and they're like, hey, how's it going? I'm eating away at your lungs. Yeah, yeah, you got little, like, cancer cells talking to you. It's nice. <laughs> and they're all, like, running around your lungs. They're, they're playing your fucking, your your uh, your bones, your your uh, your uh, rib cage as, like, a xylophone. Sure. Yeah. Your lungs talk like the uh, cowboy bullets from Roger Rabbit. Oh, I'm wheezing, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um. In this whole party scene, too, is where Holly says to Frank, this is where she's like, you know, Brad Pitt, you could have left at any time and you stick around. And I'm like, again, I need this clearly defined. How are people getting there? How are people leaving? Why does Brad, like, so we're told at the beginning of the movie that Brad Pitt gets sucked in there by the little fucking scientist guy. But then, like, when he does decide to go on the mission to, you know, get, uh, uh, Holly back into Cool World. He's like, "Well, I got to go to the real world now," and just like farts and he leaves. Yes. And it's like, what are the rules here, Bakshi? Uh, the rules are uh, the tits need to be big and they need to be in mm. the front in the frame at all times. Yes, they jiggle. The rule. <laughs> and around here is when there's a there's a, a call that goes out. One of these cartoon creatures just yells, man is in the bedroom. <laughs> and it's like, that's the call that goes around Cool World because Gabriel Byrne is about to have sex with this the, cartoon. The funnier part is when they, it's the, uh, like the mother rabbit looking at it. And I remember that from the trailer being like, it, it's because it's a, a cute mother Disney rabbit. And she has two yes. little cute Disney yes. baby rabbits. And that was a big turn in the... That was when that movie sold me in the trailer. I was like, oh, my God, a man's fucking that? Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, all the little, like, gross... Fr- like, that fucking gross baby with the Freddy Krueger gloves and all those things are like, Holly said we could watch. Yeah. <laughs> like you great. fucking like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the gag is they keep trying to, like... You know, get up to like her million story window and see what's going on. Right. You, you don't really see, I mean, thankfully, I mean, one thing we should say is that back she had this movie much dirtier, but then like in the middle there was some uh, skirmishes with Kim Basinger because she wanted that, like in the middle of filming, she apparently came, and this is all from back so who knows? She came in and said, you know what? I, I realized I want this movie to be a movie that kids. Little kids in hospitals can see and be inspired by. <laughs> what an oddly <laughs> specific request. And he says, well, Kim, you know, we've been filming this thing for a while now. You can't just say it midstream. And then the producer, one producer agreed with her. So they toned stuff down and yada, yada, yada. It was supposed to be a hard R. And now it's like a PG-13. I mean, you still can't show this to dying kids. No, no there's no. no. You, you can. You, no. The answer is no. <laughs> I mean, at that point, go one way or the other fully. That's yes. kind of my yeah. problem is that, like, if you're going to do this, do this. Go full back. I like, agree. Bakshi's other stuff is actually hard R. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. Right. Um. He, so she's fucking him. She's, like, you know, fully clothed, writhing on. Uh, Gabriel Bird does take his shirt off. And she's, like, cartoon playing with his nipples, which is a lot for me. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And I got to say, Gabriel Byrne, shout out to huge nipples, man. <laughs> He's got some real fucking teacup saucers down there. Holy shit. 
When he burns up in heredity, those fall off last. Yeah. <laughs> like a pepperonis. Yeah. Pancake Gabby. <laughs> Silver Pancake. dollar burn. Hold on. I'm sorry. Pancake Gabby. Dude, I, I guarantee you, if that ever gets back to Gabriel Burn, that dude is going to come to your house and fucking Black Irish punch you in the head. And oh, it's going to totally, rule. Kevin. <laughs> Oh, he's going to fuck your ass up, dude. It's going to be awesome. Pancake. What are you calling me Pancake Gabby for? Were you in me grade school? Holy shit, Gavin. I hope we can film that and I, put it on Patreon. I was just thinking of Mustang Sally, but Pancake Gabby. I like you got to slow those pancakes down. So I am disgusted with myself. <laughs> he, he like has sex with her and she starts to become a real woman, right? Yes. Yes. And this and is, so it's sort of like she's his daughter in a way now. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like a lot of things. It's like, if I mean, I guess that dirty old Geppetto is probably fucking Pinocchio <laughs> or like sitting on his nose. I think that's what's going on <laughs> in that Roberto Benigni one. Uh, that one yeah. I've never, I've never cared to see. I never Dude, saw it. Dude, I get it. I gotta tell you, so there was a a much more recent, I want to say it was actually even like Italian language Pinocchio movie. Sure. Different from this Roberto Benigni one that came out like a while ago. And it didn't like get distribution in the United States, uh, which is fine by me. But I received an email from like what I will politely call a Pinocchio enthusiast. <laughs> Uh -huh. who fucking wanted to know if we were going to play this movie because he had watched all of these different versions of Pinocchio. Love Pinocchio. Oh, my God. But yeah, he did, dude. And it was just like, no, we're not going to play that movie. <laughs> now we were we were thinking about it. Now we're definitely yeah, not. Yeah, now it's definitely <laughs> off the table. Because I don't want to clean cum off the back of a seat where I work. That, did you know that the other, I think the one you're talking about, the 2019 one? Yes. That also has Benini in it as Geppetto. Oh, Whoa. does it really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Because he, he's been Pinocchio. Yeah, right? he was he Pinocchio, Pinocchio in 2002. Oh. So that was like in Italy, that's probably like their Avengers or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like this is the biggest movie ever. All right, and now, you know, like 15 years later, guess what? Pinocchio is now Geppetto. Pinocchio meets up with Asterix <laughs> and all the Vikings. All, all the Italians. Yeah, I, that was it. Was one of the creepier emails I've received in my career. So she, she's she's real now, and welcome to the real movie. Kim Basinger, obviously, she'd been doing the voice, and I think she, I don't know, like, cause it's very clearly rotoscoped. A lot of the uh, like her and the other woman that you see are like you know very like you know Snow White looking like which is, rotoscope which is animation. Bad. No, I yeah. think the rotoscoping is kind of cool. I think um, um, I know it's not. I guess it's not Bakshi, which surprised me today. But I always thought heavy metal was, but it's not. Yes, and they they do uh, lean on rotoscoping in there as well, and it's kind of a neat effect. It's yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of curious. I mean, like again, I'm curious about like did Kim Basinger do like the the stand in work or not? Probably not. I'm gonna guess just from whatever you know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to guess no also. But she, uh, it seems like, you know, the uh, let's take up as little of Ms. Basinger's <laughs> time as we can with Cool World. Hey, Kim, are you still filming Cool World? We've got dinner reservations in five minutes. Hey, that's something I had a thought of, Steve. That's so funny. Like, so they were, were they married in 1992? I believe so. I, I think, think that's, that's, didn't they so, meet like a year before on the marrying ban or the marrying kind? I forget what it's called. Oh, I don't know. But my question I had when I was watching this movie was like, oh, 1992 this came out. 
Did Alec Baldwin attend the premiere of you, Cool you World? Have to, 100% dude. he did. Oh, we got to walk the red carpet. Great. You know, for Cool World 2, they should get uh, Tom Six uh, <laughs> to uh, tackle the project. Uh, <laughs> is it crazy A to say... cartoon centipede, yeah, it is well, crazy, but Tom no, Six might be the visionary. Dude. Here's the thing. Tell me if I'm way off base here, but I think I personally would rather watch The Human Centipede again than watch Cool yep, World. Yeah, without yes. a doubt. I, I, I can strongly say yes. Mm, right, okay. As much as I hate it, but the fact is, it's a movie, there are characters and a plot, and this is just <laughs> nonsense. Although, to say something very nice about this movie, outside one of these clubs, there were, like, dancing skeletons smoking cigars. Yep. Yep. More of that, please. Yeah, I'll well, spin off of those, those happy characters. Totally. I want the skeleton show, man. <laughs> I, um, this it definitely centipede over this, but not strongly. Gotcha. Um, I want to ask you guys a question about the, the tail end of the sex scene here. And tail end is pun intended. Because like when she has the orgasm mm -hmm. to turn her into a real person, uh, all the little creeps that are outside watching all like fall off this building. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that I saw this happen. The one of the things, one of these big creatures that falls, the camera like falls through his asshole. Yes, yeah. I think that's that's a real thing. Yep. <laughs> okay, because that's just fantastic that's filmmaking. One doodle that can't be undone, home <laughs> skillet. <laughs> I was like, "There's that thing's asshole." Okay, I just had a cartoon gape scene yeah. while watching Cool Roll. Yeah, you thank you very much. You yeah. see his asshole, and then he gets this weird uh, rock from Africa in a bunch of <laughs> shifted a bunch of fish. <laughs> he has to sell his uh, his uh, New York Knicks ring. It's really Listen, sad. Take That's this right. to the gambling shack in Nevada. <laughs> Oh, man. So she's a real person. And then the next step is obviously, well, she wants to get into the real world. We got to do it. I'm a human now. Let's get out of here kind of a thing. The right. spider confronts her and she sucks him up into a fountain pen. Oh, yes. Yes. The fountain pen is an interesting thing because I guess it's uh, Gabriel Byrne brings this fountain pen into the world of Cool World. And it's like a, a god killer gun. Like they could suck people in and like undo them or later right. on explode them even. But like uh, when... Brad Pitt sees it. it. He's not like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, yes. you might want to put that. Like, it's a fucking, like, a, 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 a switchblade or something. Yeah. Like, no, you got to confiscate this, Brad Pitt. That's absolutely for sure. Like, and when the spider gets sucked up into that pen, there's some other weird little pervert cartoon that's like, oh, man, a pen job. <laughs> yeah, oh, pen me, right. pen me, pen me, <laughs> yes. pen me. It's, it's disturbing. And I mean, it's you got to pay for a pen job to get penned by a beautiful woman like that. You got to yeah. pay for yeah. really a lot. I mean, you know, when Brad, when Brad Pitt was yelling at Gabriel Byrne about having that pen in the first place, I thought it was. And again, I think this would be a little more interesting, like, because, uh oh, like, here's a thing where you can use this device and like create anything because this is a cartoon world. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he doesn't you want him like new drawing dude. rogue things. Yeah. yeah. But like, like inside cool world. But this is also like the it's like the dip. It's like it seems like the only way you can really die. Yes. Is yeah. via right. the right. pens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right. And the dip, by the that. way, again, in Roger Rabbit is really well explained and you know exactly what it mm -hmm. can do, what it can't do, where it is, and how it works. That's you know? is, as crazy as that world is, you know that world. Yes. This you don't know this world. 
So she, right. she sucks up the spider, huh? And um, Brad Pitt is distraught, and he realizes he has to go in there and save them, or else, like, reality is going to melt. And to your point, uh, I believe this is you, Eric, very Mario Brothers style. Very Mario yes. Brothers. Also reminded me of um, when the ghosts are out of the containment unit in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yes, because, yep. yeah, when the cartoons are running amok on the Vegas Strip later, very much so. By the way, um, I actually, I when I was watching this movie earlier today, guys, you know, when Kim Basinger becomes a real woman, yeah. I wrote a little joke down. I want to try it out on you guys. All right, All right. get the blue card out. Let's see. <laughs> hey, uh, so once she becomes a real woman, what's her social security number? Kilroy was here? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people listening to this, so someone's laughing. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I mean, positive. You guys, you guys know what, you know, the Kilroy was here thing, right? It was a yep. little doodle. Yep. Like a little what? Cartoon. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Well, I, 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 I know you... Kilroy was here. I, I just didn't care for the joke. <laughs> uh, well, explain uh, it to me. Maybe I'll be amused by it. Um, well, it's uh, it goes it goes back a long time. Like there's been a uh, you know it's is this popularized uh, little thing guy with the big nose looking down over like a fence post. Okay. And it okay. just says Kilroy was here. Yeah. And that's and just a uh, that's it's like it's, it's graffiti. Ca- yeah, it's graffiti. Um, the biggest uh, me- uh, usage of it in something that I actually like was Kelly's Heroes. When they steal the money in the end, they write Kilroy was here on the wall oh. of the bank. But it's kind of like, I think it's been around for a while, but it's definitely cemented in, in boomer culture. You, you know, like 70s and such. The the order of boop uh, feuds with the Kilroy Society. <laughs> the uh, Kilroy Society! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, so it, it was made popular during World War II, I see. Um, the doodle became associated with GIs in the 1940s, a bald-headed man uh, with a prominent nose peeking over a wall with his fingers clutching the wall. Yeah, okay, I have seen this before. I just didn't know what the little guy was. Yeah, well, there, there you go. Like, I'm glad that this is an educational show. There's some younger listeners <laughs> who do partake in we, the We Hate Movies experience, we call it. Um, rate <laughs> and review wherever you get the show. Tell your friends. I don't you know. Ab- when you're boogie boarding or whatever you kids do. <laughs> boogie boarding? <laughs> That's what they're doing. Every day. Uh, they, they, they're all boogie boarding out there, aren't they? Yeah, you're all it's boogie boarding on TikTok these days. <laughs> oh, just you and your boogie boards boogieing around or on your boards. And you're boogie. filming it for your TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 look at that on your tweeters. Look at it there. <laughs> So, so she's like, okay, cool. Like, we're in Vegas, man. Let's go to a nightclub and check it out. And you know what I didn't expect to have happen in Cool World? A fucking cameo by Frank Sinatra Jr. What are we doing, anybody? You want to talk? So, first of all, I do want to clarify Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger got married in 93, but they probably were dating oh. at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I got to take my girlfriend to a premiere <laughs> for a new movie. Real cool hey, something. Hey, wouldn't, Second- you like to, wouldn't you like to make a couple little piggies like those up there? <laughs> <laughs> No, what I'm saying is we're gonna have we're gonna have a daughter. We're gonna love her, but eventually I'm gonna verbally abuse her and call her a pig. Well, you know, I in his defense, she probably had it coming. <laughs> she. So, but my question: You want to talk about Alec Baldwin going to the Cool World premiere? And I'm not saying he went to the premiere, but did Frank Sinatra ever see Cool World? Like, hey, oh. hey, uh, Dad, I got uh, my my new movies here. You want to just we'll smoke a cigar and watch it? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Probably, no, I don't think Frank Sinatra ever saw Cool World, dude. Maybe they put it on, but he was instantly drunk and pissing himself in his <laughs> sleep. 
that's the thing. Frank Sinatra was in a room physically where Cool World was also playing. <laughs> he had no memory of the movie. I feel like if he did, he would have to be physically restrained from uh, uh, calling his, uh, let's call them friends, from hitting <laughs> Ralph Bakshi, getting him to an ad. <laughs> Oh, Ralph Bakshi, but he's on. Yeah, he's on the phone. Like they're, they're just, you know, the movie's playing. He's like, I want 12 lines on the Rams. Uh, <laughs> okay, Bakshi, okay, yeah. And, uh, well, he's half Italian. Why would you want? What's the other half? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I could kill him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I did not know that Frank Sinatra Jr. passed away a few years ago. 72 he died in uh, 2016. But he was actually in in some movies here. I thought this was just kind of like a... Sort of like a one-off weird cameo thing because they were in Vegas, but he had a little bit of an acting career. I mean, nothing amazing, but you know, I forgot he plays himself on an episode of The Sopranos. Also, I mean, I That's didn't know right. a Frank Sinatra Jr. existed until you guys told me. No, I knew that I, when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, there's Frank Sinatra Jr." And uh, yep. I, I don't, and I don't know why I did, you know, but I do because he only like the littlest bit looks like Frank Sinatra. Yes. He looks more like uh, Ray Liotta playing Frank Sinatra in that movie. <laughs> Actually, I found a picture of him younger with Frank Sinatra, and they're next to each other, and it kind of it kind of works better if they were in the same room together. <laughs> yeah, this Wait, is hold a- on, hold on. <laughs> let, let me into this restaurant. I, I, let me get my dad. You'll see that I'm related to my dad. <laughs> hey, this is my first son, Frank Jr. I had him when I was 14. Say hello to everybody, Frank. <laughs> Uh, I had him when I was fourteen. <laughs> so she. By the way, we should say that there's a neighbor character that is like. Oh, a no- what are we doing? I totally forgot there's about. There's like this. a nosy neighbor, Michelle Abrams from a bunch from Buffy, uh, the vampire side of the movie, and she's also nine hundred two one zero. Nine hundred two one zero. If you're a fan of our uh, free series, Melro two one zero, you can go back and listen to that episode with Amir Blumenfeld. By the way, was on that episode. Um, but uh, she, her and her mom kind of come in and are like, are you okay? And it's like, yes, we're fine. Okay. And that's kind of it. And then, like, she becomes a character later on, but she's kind of around. When they, I mean, and here's the thing. Like, I want fish out of water jokes. I, what if, like, Kim Basinger was like, you know what I want? A T-bone steak. And she eats it. And she's like, oh, my God, real food. Like, there are more sexual yep. pleasures in the world than Gabriel Bird's fucking cock. Well, not only exactly. that, like. Also, all these other dudes' cocks she tries to get a little yes. later. Yeah, I don't know. Pancake Gabby probably has a pretty good sausage. <laughs> oh, That's man. true. I'm sure Pancake Gabby does have a great sausage, but it's just it's a thing where like she could like want to like oh wow fresh air holy shit ooh a cigarette you know what I mean like anything yeah. like that totally Whiskey, no you're totally you know, right like, dude. There, I mean, there's so. Uh, it just feels like so much of this shit was an afterthought to these people that are getting to make a movie. Like that's what's so <laughs> frustrating about this. And it's like there's a weird thing that they never explained away. Where the reason that they go over there, it's uh, the woman from Nine Hundred Two One Zero and her mother. Uh, and I did. I don't know what's going on here. What age is this daughter supposed to Excellent be? Excellent question. Because she's like living with her mother, but it's like, are you the age of the actor, or are you like your nine hundred two one zero age? I, yes. I don't know what's going I on. I think there. it's eighteen exactly. Yeah. Um. But but they go over because there's smoke. They enter from Cool World. Uh, Gabriel Byrne and, and uh, uh, Kim Basinger, and there's like smoke all over the house. So they go over thinking like the house is on fire because the mother's like, oh, we shouldn't bother them. And she's the daughter's like, no, 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 we're neighbors. We have to make sure he's all right. And they walk in the house, and I'm like, well, what was that smoke? I've seen Gabriel Byrne leave 
and come back from Cool World multiple times already, and there's never been a fog machine on the set? <laughs> what are you doing? Why is the house filled with smoke? It's Kim Basinger because she's hot. Oh, she's oh, smoking. That's right. Yeah, smoke show. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're in, they go to this nightclub and Frank Sinatra Jr. is singing and she gets up there cause like she was a nightclub singer in Cool World. So it's like, oh cool, look, it's things that I know how to do. But meanwhile, she's I, sitting down, she's sitting down, oh my God, look at that guy. Oh my God, look at yeah, that guy. She's like a baby cause then she, you know, Gabriel Burns like, okay, like what, what cocktail do you want? And she's like, well, I don't know. Well, they have like 90 different options she's like i want every single one and he's like you need to slow down you're being right. stupid it's it's <laughs> weird that they did this because she does like a, a variation of this in my stepmother is an alien like is almost exactly like this mm-hmm. except and she is horny all the time in that one too and That's doesn't talk about tuned. it is it big time uh but like i've never seen even it. that Dan one Ackward. she's eating food Ooh. like she's like interacting with cigarettes and doesn't know what cigarettes are like stuff like that that's what i want Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Dan Aykroyd, she's got to act like a fucking conehead. <laughs> oh, dude, her her a subway sandwich, dude. <laughs> Don't get me started. The best thing I, that ever happened to me when I was interning at uh, Conan O'Brien's old show was he, not him, but like I, maybe it was one of the writers or something. Was like, I need you to go and buy on DVD. My stepmom is an alien. And I, was, and I and I did that task admirably for for a bit. I don't think so. <laughs> it was Friday. Eric, I need you to do my Christmas it's, shopping. It's, yeah. it's time for a nostalgia jerk. Okay, so just give me the DVD <laughs> of my stepmother is an alien. Exactly. Um. So yeah, she, and like, so she gets up and she starts dancing with Frank Sinatra, and all these guys are like, "Oh man!" And they're kind of acting almost wolfish, like the, you know that's a parallel thing. And sure. They, Gable Burns like she's with me, God damn it! And they kick him out of the club. He gets kicked out. By the way, you see where he's in front of a Woolworth. That took me back. Oh wow, I didn't even notice yeah. it. All right, P.D. Woolworth. Um, and this is when he starts turning. Gabriel Byrne does turn into a cartoon, but for some reason it's like a clown cartoon, question mark. I don't know what this is supposed to be. She also starts tuning out, yes. like, on stage. She's turning into some, like, crazy redheaded-looking lady. Mm-hmm. And people, Why wouldn't she just turn into the fucking cartoon that she was? That's a great point. But people start clapping because it's like, is this a talent show? Because, I mean, it's, imp- it's impressive to suddenly turn into a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yep. I'm, wow, I've never, never seen that happen before. He also gets kicked out. Out, right because the, he's like yeah no, no, no she's with me and then these dudes are like no no, no she's with us yeah th- that's yeah. the line she's with us it's amazing and is this where also the creepy like he grabs the dude's face and like cartoon lightning comes yes. out of it a very vague cartoon lightning is involved in this part of the film because obviously yep. the like the superheroes and we'll get to it i mean superheroes are perverted cartoonists mm, that's true <laughs> but like he has mickey mouse hands it's not like yes. superhero look like the first evolution looks like he's about to turn into mickey fucking mouse and i would he's prefer big... that movie honestly <laughs> yep Oh boy, look at my huge nipples. <laughs> Pancake Gabby is back, baby. <laughs> uh, so they like get into a car and like he's trying to tell her, like, look, you know, we gotta slow down, we gotta figure this out. This is when she like kicks him a bunch and kicks him out of the car, that sort of something. She kicks him in the face a bunch while he's driving, and they almost slam right into a Coors Light truck. Look out for delicious Coors Light. <laughs> Um, and like while this is happening, this is when Brad Pitt is like, 
uh, oh yeah, sorry, Lonette or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, Lonette. Uh, you know, I'm gonna think about my dead mother and bring myself back to the real world, which is what he does. He just thinks about his mother's dead body and lightning strikes, and he goes back to Vegas. Uh, so like he's zapping around, but yeah, she kicks him out of the car and like ditches him. Cause her whole thing, by the way, is she's heard legend of Vegas Vinny, mm. who was a cartoon who escaped cool world with this device known as the spike and hit it somewhere in Las Vegas and became the king of Las Vegas and was like a secret cartoon living as a person i guess oh hold on who's that uh, hello it's the mafia who's the king of las vegas <laughs> oh hey uh you're calling yourself vegas Vinny? oh that's the dumb. name is bug z seagull okay <laughs> get it right you know, if there wasn't like if you didn't know the mafia history bugsy seagull kind of sounds like a cartoon exactly man. an adorable totally cartoon does. actually meyer lansky too a little bit <laughs> Um, yeah, so she, that's what she's looking for. Fire Lansky, he'll make your dreams come true. It's a little like Lansky babies. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Mafia yeah. babies would be great. Mm. <laughs> a whole series of mafia babies. Lucky Luciano. <laughs> that would be L- awesome, Little Meyer, did you put two in the back of the dog's head again? <sighs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We we saw little, little John Gotti cheating on that test, but nothing that sticks to that guy, man. <laughs> I'm the Teflon Don. <laughs> oh man, he got blood all over the walls. You're gonna have to clean this up yourself. You know what? It's not like crayons. It's not that By easy. By the way, again, <laughs> we always have to preface these things. You know, pro mafia podcast. Of course, absolutely. You know, legitimate businessmen protecting the communities. Better. I was disgusted with the way that John Gotti was portrayed on screen in E's movie with John Travolta. <laughs> right, <laughs> disgusted. Exactly. It's it's disturbing, honestly, that portrayal. <laughs> Um, so, you know, they protect us more than um, the, I don't know, halls of government these oh, days. Well, absolutely. Well, that's why we, I mean, we hate QAnon as a group because they took down a mighty hero, the mob boss from Staten Island. I forget exactly. his name. I mean, that's, that's quite, right. it's right there. I, th- I mean, I, I keep thinking QAnon versus Mafia would be a great film. It would be. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, man, you know, the Mafia, I know you're out there. We need you to start looking into this. We respect you so much, and we, we think you're being disrespected here, and I think you need to make, a, you know, make the QAnon people you know, understand something. Get rid of QAnon and all existing copies of Cool World because it's a total <laughs> disgrace. Yeah, and that Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook, I don't know, look into it. Yeah, I, I heard he hates the Mafia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he loves QAnon. He makes a lot of money off of it. That's true. He does. Money so, we could be making. Call us. So Gabriel Byrne uh, meets up with Brad Pitt, and they're like, oh, we have to stop Holly together. And then the Michelle Abrams, the uh, the neighbor girl, is like, well, I can drive. And again, like, yeah, is she like 16 or is she 23? I need to know the yep. difference. I Yeah, I really don't know what's going on here. There's also a confusing thing. Did you guys get the sense that when Brad Pitt comes back into the real world, He's coming back in with those injuries he sustained in the motorcycle accident. It looked like it, right? Right, because I feel like that's another thing that they they just totally gloss over because he leaves Cool World looking like he's looked, and he gets back to the real world, and all of a sudden he's got like a a forehead gash and a scratch on his chin, and he's like holding his internal organs together. (laughs) That could be something. That could be stakes added into your movie. Exactly, like, oh, fuck, I'm like bleeding internally from a 50-year-old car Or maybe he's 90 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Captain America. Oh, dude, yes, like... 
And, and I need something, by the way, where like Brad Pitt looks at a car and is like, "What the fuck is that?" Sure, thing? that's yep. a movie. Like well, cars look like that now. Like, oh my god, I've I've been not on this planet for fifty years. I've been living among cartoons. What is you that hired bird? <laughs> uh, uh, Brad, they had airplanes when you were <laughs> alive. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, I almost forgot about those. We don't have those in Cool World. Where are all the farms? <laughs> yes, like, that's that, that's the thing, specifically, is he is on the Vegas Strip, and he's not like, holy hell, what is all of this? He's, like, totally unfazed, and, like, there's so much interesting fish-out-of-water stuff that this movie could be doing. Instead, we gotta climb to the top of a hotel so she can pull this device out of a yep. lighting fixture. It's a dick. Let's call it. It's a dick. It's a spike. It's, it's a, a dick, huge phallic yeah. object. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to fuck this hotel. I'm sorry. We've already climbed a building in this movie. We're not doing it again. I get, oh, wait. We're yep. doing it again? Yep. <laughs> we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cat and mouse. Uh, um, she finds uh, Vegas Vinny, which is very funny. Uh, it's this. It's clearly a little person actor in like a, a coat pretending to be this little cartoon character. And she starts picking this guy up and shaking him around. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because like they're trying to keep it hidden. I mean, it's clearly the little professor yeah, character. Right. He looks like a Jawa in a trench. Yes, coat. dude, he totally does. Especially because like they're hiding his eyes and everything, and it's just like this little person being shook by Kim Basinger. Kind of funny. Um. So yeah, she, she winds up fighting that that he's Vegas Vinny. She pops him at this point. Oh, right. Which is with the with does the pen suck? Or now we're just popping cartoons. Yeah. Okay. It went from suck think, to blow. I think it's because you can specifically, like, she didn't want to kill him. Like, he's still alive. He just blew up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I guess, like, she, you know, she must worship him. He created this land that the, she wants to the be magic, in The magic dick is his magic dick. It's up there. He took it off himself, and he put it up on top oh, of the hotel. Don't unplug my dick, Holly. <laughs> Leave it up there. It powers all of Las Vegas. I've worked on it for so long. <laughs> she winds up, uh, you know, um, uh, so Gabriel Byrne and his neighbor are trying to put the professor back together while Brad Pitt chases her. Cool world's real? Neat. <laughs> sure, whatever uh, you no, say, it's character. Not, lady. Good God. Kim <laughs> basically can turn into a ghost at this point and go th walk through walls. Sure, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, dude. She she's like walking through this hallway. She sneaks into the hotel. She's walking through this hallway and like, it, like she's tuning out. You know, she's turning into this weird redhead cartoon character again, and then like just jumps through a wall. And I'm like, no, you gotta just decide on a set of rules for this movie. You can't just have cartoons jumping through walls. I'll say he's gotta draw a fucking. Black yes. hole on the wall, and then you can go through. I will say one thing I did enjoy is Brad Pitt getting kicked in the nuts via cartoon oh, leg. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Dude, uh, there's both he and Gabriel Byrne get kicked in the nuts in this movie. Nerds! Spectacular nerd shots oh, on nerds. both of them. Oh, a cartoon kicked me in the dick. This is everything I've always wanted. <laughs> Step on it. Say boop, boop, <laughs> beep, doop while you kick me in the nuts. <laughs> And yeah, it, it's happening for Gabriel Byrne. It happens in Cool World, and his testicles are talking to each other. You getting bigger, buddy? Huh? You're swelling? Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Um, Gabriel Byrne she... bec becomes like a Superman slash Shazam type of character. 
This is he looks really... exactly like Shazam, Captain Marvel. Absolutely, it's stupid. But well, Brad Pitt falls to his death here. By the way, she kind of like knocks him off the building. Yeah, she. And that's the thing that I was like, it wasn't until that moment that I was like, oh, this movie has a villain. Yes, and she is the Got villain. Got it. Oh, she's the villain, and there's ten minutes left. Okay. Ooh, it's, she's like a femme fatale, huh? Yeah, right. Almost. <laughs> oh, you think Brian De Palma saw this film or no? Yep. <laughs> he definitely busted some nuts to this. They should make. Oh I think so. They should make a sequel to De Palma, the documentary about him. Just asking him about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> An hour-long conversation about no, Cool World. Noah Baumbach asking him about Cool World from behind the camera. <laughs> Man, that documentary, De Palma. If you have not seen it, it is a delight. Lovely. Because that dude, like, he just turned eighty, like a few days ago. This movie came out a few years ago, but like. He does not give a shit, and that dude is just talking. And you're hearing this dude tell stories. It's he's just spilling some tea. It's fucking great. Just him saying like, "Yeah, that was a piece of shit." Yep, <laughs> yep, that was a piece of. Yeah, these uh, these idiots that helped me make this movie. Well, that was a real piece of shit. <laughs> that one, oh, that was a piece of shit too. Now we're gonna talk about it for 25 minutes. It's a true delight. I gotta watch it. Um, so yeah. To Eric's point, like, and this is what's really annoying is like, uh, she un undoes the spike, and all, all of the real world turns into cool world, kind of, or it bleeds into the real world. And Gabriel yeah. Byrne turns into a cartoon. By the way, say goodbye to Gabriel Byrne because that actor and voice actor are out of the movie, and I don't know why that is. Gabriel Byrne doesn't; he's not doing this like superhero. No, voice. it's just some other. Guy. It's uh, it's. I think it's actually Maurice Lamarche. Oh, you looked this up. I mean, it definitely Super does Jack. Not, yes, it doesn't sound like Gabriel no. Byrne at all. And I know they're doing an affectation to be kind of like a oh, you know, oh yeah yeah chiseled jaw hero type of character. Right, that's incredible. Yeah, because he doesn't come back. There's a a totally embarrassing debasement when he gets like cartoon arms. Oh right. Because, like, I, none of them can get into this hotel through the front door, I guess. <laughs> so, like, he, like, stretches out his arms to, like, you know, go up to the top of this hotel after, uh, you know, she's thrown Brad Pitt off of the fire escape or whatever. And I think it's uh, Jennifer, I think, is this the neighbor character yes. is like what's he doing or something like that and this little cartoon doctor is like well he's fulfilling his destiny uh. he's becoming a hero and i was like when in this movie did you say that this dude's destiny was to become a hero well it doesn't make sense because all he's wanted to, he's murdered a man in cold blood as far as i can tell and then fucked a cartoon that's the two things that he's done <laughs> that's all he did and in between the two things he created a comic book line that some people enjoy <laughs> well this is like this is what i assume is part of the like i want to show this to look and like hospital kids it's like <laughs> look he's got a destiny he's gonna you know no forget all the fucking cartoons the cartoons that are fucking and sucking each other forget that no 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 he's destiny <laughs> Yeah, you could maybe show them the first five minutes of the last 20 minutes of this movie. I mean, also, if you're going to do a hero's journey, focus on one hero. That'd be great. Yep. That's exactly right, because Brad Pitt's laying dead in the street at this point. But again, oh, and again, like, it's not even Gabriel Byrne anymore. It's just some guy going, hello, I'll save you, baby. And it's yeah. like, well, what the fuck nonsense am I even watching? And now all the cartoons <laughs> are spewing out everywhere. There's fucking Tex Avery wolf guy running around a little bit. Um, yeah. Yes. And also a weird, unsettling thing of people in Las Vegas are just turning into cartoons. Yeah, yes. that's kind of cool. This is like, the best part of the movie, because it's like, it's a fun Vegas joke where people are like, not 
some most are like pretty nonplussed by the idea. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it's totally fine. To I be guess. fair, those people are monsters before and after <laughs> transformation. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely, turning into a cartoon is the best thing that could ever happen to them. They can't fucking get to their bank accounts anymore. <laughs> if you want to turn Gabriel Byrne into like his actual, like his actual, like hero, you'd be like the best IRA member ever. <laughs> or it's just it's that exact cartoon, but Gabriel Byrne is voicing it, and you can like. You hear the the voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It needs to be set up, though, that he created this character in some other thing. Yes, that's a great point. You know, like, he's got to turn into a thing that he created. But, like, at no point ever does this character ever say that he wants to be a hero. That You know, there's nothing discussed about, like, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Yes. Like, I did my time. Like, there's none of that. So it's just like, where is this coming from? You're fulfilling your destiny. Stop lying to me, cartoon professor. So the spider guy like just comes out of the fucking fountain pen at this point and like oh, weeps right. over the dead body, <laughs> which I was laughing at, dude. One because it was a cartoon crying over a dead Brad Pitt, but also <laughs> like when where he lands is basically like the little driveway of this casino, and I was like, how long do we have to wait before there's any sort of medical response? Because <laughs> a dude just fell off the roof and nobody seems to care. Yeah, it's it's Vegas, man. Whatever happen, it happens here, man. People fall off the buildings all the time. You think? I guess so. You think that's the only person who fell off a fucking roof tonight? I got my cleaning <laughs> crew down at the fucking flamingo right now. <laughs> hosing, hosing down the flamingo. Oh my god. Yeah, he so, went. Uh, he looked real sad before he. Yeah, jumped. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple down by the Sphinx. What do you want from me tonight, huh? And after she pulls the the spark out or whatever, and all this stuff goes crazy, then like Kim Basinger, as she's back to being the cartoon right now, is like crazy mustache twirling villain. Yes. And I was like, again, I need some sort of like, here is my plan, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. And instead, it's like, but I just want to live in the real world. Yeah, you have to well, at least show her be kind of shitty in some regard earlier in the yep. film. Oh God, this sucks! So then, what? Gabriel Byrne is the as the Shazam man decides like I need to turn over a new leaf and put the spike back in place to stop the the cool world from coming out into this world. You have to put the butt plug yep. back in to yep. stop <laughs> the leakage and the seepage for sure. Um, and I mean, he does, yeah. and that, there's like a big kaboom, and everybody you see all the people in the casino like go back to being the human beings that they were, kind of a thing. And I guess, like, when all the cartoons are vanishing, that includes Gabriel Byrne and yes. Kim Basinger and the spider uh, and everybody. Or, no, this, or how does well, Brad no, Pitt that, get the back spider? The spider doesn't that's the again, it's just horseshit because it's like, uh. You know, it's like, well, all right, well, I guess we're going to drag Brad Pitt's body back to Cool World also. That's where he, that's where he wanted to be buried. He's got a, he's got a living <laughs> will somewhere. He's got a cool, got a cool plot. Um, <laughs> but one of the lines the spider mentions is like, oh, I need to take, take him back so that the girlfriend, who they don't fuck, um, can see him and, like, know yes. for sure. One last time. They got to see the body. I do yeah. that motherfucking corpse. And this, and then oh. I, I got a good laugh, dude, because when it cuts to Brad Pitt and Cool World, it's like his corpse is just laying in the street. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> it is fun. Just, he's like, a, he's like, he's like laying against like the side of a building or something. And this is when the woman's like, "Oh my god, 
was he killed by a doodle? And he's like, yeah. Well, if you were killed by a doodle in the real world, <sighs> you become a doodle here. <laughs> hey, okay, movie. You know what? Whatever the fuck you have to tell yourself to get to the end credits. I need that set up at some point. As Absolutely. To, and it's, I believe the line is also, because this is Lonette says this. She goes, uh, was she a doodle when she aced him? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And this, they they become a doodle themselves. Yes. And then she's like, Holly, that bitch, blah, blah, blah. And then Brad Pitt is reborn as a cartoon. He looks like garbage. It's a bad looking cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Like, make it look like she does. Exactly. You know, I don't need this multiple drawing style shit. Okay. Like, make them look like that. Like, it's just, it's so unsettling because it's like, it's another animation style out of nowhere. It's, and you're like, Okay. It's just two instantly... blue spots as his eyes, and like yeah. that's it. It's really he's, he's so cute. I guess is the idea. Ugh. But like you, like tell me how many fingers I'm holding up. Let's get a cognitive analysis on this <laughs> reborn cartoon. That's a great question. Yeah, before we fuck for sure. Because yeah, it just goes to fucking, and then it's like Spider, get out of here. Finally, after 50 years, I can fucking use a hog that is now a cartoon hog. Dude, when he nuts, that's gonna be a fucking tidal wave. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially yeah, because it, it's all heightened in cartoon world anyway. Let well, alone. actually, they never they never tell you whether or not he's secretly like tugging it back at his. Oh, you gotta be. Got come it. on, yeah. fifty yeah. years, my lord. He's painting the wall. <laughs> yeah, Lednet does a little strip tease for him, and he just does his business. Yeah, you bu- yeah. you buy the partition from the strip club place. You know, it's all good. <laughs> um. So yes, there's some cartoon fucking that goes down, and then like. You're right, Steve. You don't see Gabriel Byrne ever again because he's just stuck as this cartoon character. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to be the hero of Cool World and you're stuck with me, baby. And maybe we'll have some kids and I'll save the world and whatever the hell else. Well, what's that? The end credits? Okay, bye-bye forever. He's not even a cartoon at the end. It's actually like a weird comic strip where like they're in panels and there's word bubbles and stuff. And it's like, well, what the fuck is this world now? But you, oh, it's just it pulls out. It pulls out. It's the same world as Men in Black. Oh, that would work. <laughs> I'd be down. Men in Black that. ending. Uh, yeah, that's the end of this movie. It's fucking a shit show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and, then, and I, yeah. I dare you. Would anybody recommend this movie? Well, I quickly uh, no. want to mention oh, that okay. there's a Bowie song at the end, which is unfortunate, and it was kind of an unfortunate era for Bowie coming off of like. Those '80s albums, like "Never Let Me Down," I mean, the song's it's fine. It's not a. Gr- but it's yeah, it's it, okay. it took a while. Like, I don't think he really got good until again until like Heathen era. That's what I think he got well, back. I think Earthling is pretty solid. Earthling's not bad. This is this song though, which I believe is also just called "Cool World." The cool, cool world. Or maybe re- yeah. real cool world. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, because he does. It's just him being. It's a real cool world. <laughs> Where is my check? <laughs> Putting out fire with cartoons. <laughs> Do you need my... At, at least that song kicks ass. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. I was going to sing, Do You Need My Routing Number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you need that? Cash is okay, uh, too. Uh, uh, but w- would would any of you guys, any of you fucking... No. No. I mean, I, I, humanoids is, out there recommend this. This is rotten. awful. This is rotten. This is the second time I've seen it, probably all the way through, and oof. There's not, nothing is redeemable here. The animation is terrible. Uh, the mixture of the animation and the, and the live action is laughable, especially because a movie came out three years earlier that did it much better. 
And that movie is just Roger Rabbit is so much better. And I know it's like, oh man, it's not for adults. You could be an adult and really enjoy that movie because it's really good. The jokes work as for adults, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't have to be explicit fucking for you as an adult to enjoy something. Theoretically, that's me. I uh, there's also a clear, you know, delineation of like who is the protagonist of the movie. This is surprising because both uh, Chris and Steve were defending sex cartoons with such fervor <laughs> yes. at the start of this well, episode. To see them denounce something like Cool World is surprising to me, but well, yes, I agree. Roger Rabbit is obviously better and I would not recommend this. This is terrible. Roger Rabbit's okay in my book. I need to revisit it, but I think Cool World is a terrible film. One of the worst perhaps we've covered. Uh, I mean, absolutely, this is a terrible movie. I love Roger Rabbit, but this movie sucks. Um, yeah, I think this is just kind of a classic situation where, like, a, a, a genuinely, like, underground kind of artist and, like, filmmaker was brought up to the big leagues and, like, they didn't know what to do with them. Like, yeah. the fact that they abandoned his script kind of shows you exactly, like, we just kind of want your style. We don't really want anything else like and like then then like hire him to do that. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think they were going to do that, though. I think they were just going to be like, look, your script's out the window. Just make this movie. And he did. And there's like those little cartoons you were talking about, like going across the screen. He said in an interview, he's like, look, at some point I was like, this is a mess. It's not going to work. So if you just want to draw little like cartoon doodles on the screen itself to put over like little jokes and stuff like that, do that. I don't care. I like so I kind of see like. I don't blame him a lot for what is wrong with this. I blame the script yeah. that they made. Right. Uh, and I like Bakshi for the most. I like his script. He's problematic. He's definitely severely problematic. Uh, but I like, you know, Heavy Traffic, I think, is good. Again, the 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 one I can't say is good. Um, <laughs> and I like that Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is... It should be obvious. It's the hardest of passes for me. Ralph Bakshi, while I understand a lot of folks out there dig on it, not my thing. I'm not anti-animation. I am just, this does not do it for me. And if the Tribune trivia is to be believed, this movie, and I don't know who speaking for the production here and at what point this was supposed to have happened, and I don't know if it was a thing that was made public but someone associated with this movie had the audacity to say that it was going to have better animation and better special effects than Roger Rabbit, which, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever you say, movie. Uh, just not for me. I've actually, I have seen The Lord of the Rings. Um, didn't do it for me either. Uh, but I think, Steve, we were talking about this on our on our text thread earlier today. I think you're totally right that, like, that movie is rendered totally obsolete by the Peter Jackson movies. Who could even care? I mean, I'm sorry. There's, I'm sure somebody does, but oh no. And, it, and it's not because like it's a live action thing that no. replaced animation, but like it's just so much better than the than the animated movie. It's like not even really a contest. But this was this was truly something, and it was a bummer that like Paramount Pictures couldn't even have the courtesy to give Amazon like a decent transfer to me to watch. This was, it was dirty. It looked like garbage. So like the whole experience was just top to bottom trash. And I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) That is cool world. Everybody directed, of course, by Ralph Bakshi from the year of 1992. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash we hate movies, where just last week, 
We had the second part of a real Denzel Washington love fest we talked about uh, on the WLM feed on our Patreon, Spike Lee's Inside Man. Excellent movie. That's out there. That is the September We Love Movies. Uh, we got, is a Lobaka on the Gleep Glossary there? Yes, Eric? that's right. Uh, Chewbacca's nephew. Uh, it's a <laughs> lot of fun. And again, I think I've mentioned this before on the air. We were severely drunk when recording it. So, you know, listener discretion is advised. Yes, yeah, Slosh City. Uh, we also did an episode on uh, for Animation Damnation on Garfield and Friends, which is super fun. Oh, yeah. And of course, the Nexus uh, will be out as yep. well. Probably, uh, I would wager, uh, this week. Uh, we have this coming out, and also we will have... What Star Trek... Was that, which, which episodes were those? It's been uh, so what were forever. we doing? It was uh, the uh, weird planet of Irish immigrants. Right. Well, in uh, TNG Town, it was um, the they're saving an Irish colony and also a uh, cloning colony, I guess. <laughs> yep. oh, and that's, and right. that's oh, and a banger episode of the original series where Scotty is framed for murder. Yes, yes, yes. He falls in love with a belly dancer who's immediately killed, and then he keeps killing women. Or does he? It's a very fun episode. Of was the it Nexus. Montgomery Scotty Scott, or was it Jack the Ripper? <laughs> dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, and also, by the end of this month, we will have uh, the totally fun Chudman Terry. Uh, will be re-released on the Patreon as well. Now, as always, here on We Hate Movies, we keep making the sausage, man. Every week we got another episode ready to roll on Tuesday. So, Steve Sadek, take us into next week. What are we talking I got about? A, I have a huge announcement right now. I'm sorry to say. I know people have been really looking forward to it. I what? look forward to it every year. But oh, no. this the spooktacular has been canceled. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. We just couldn't yeah. do it this year. We couldn't do it. COVID-19. Yeah. yeah, fucked everything up. Yeah. We're doing the spooktacular, though. Say what? That is a. It is going to be a spooktacular where we, every single dub episode we release has a big fat two in the title. Right, because because <laughs> this year the spooktacular is too scary. <laughs> yes. Oh man. And that could. I, I think there's some Roman numerals in there. I don't think we have a T O O. Um. No. No, because as as I said at the planning meeting, we already <laughs> did Teen Wolf two. And I think that might be it for the twos. Yeah, but well, the, every oh, episode we could do Dumb and Dumber or two. No, 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 that's no. not scary. Uh, it's it's spooktacular. Uh, it starts next week <laughs> with Final Destination two. Oh yeah, man. Now I I it's funny because. I was passing the time uh, the other night, and I put on a little bit of our Final Destination 3 episode. Right. Uh, and I was kind of scrubbing through that, you know, going back to the glory days of pre-COVID. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's the one, like, Tony Todd's barely in it. Is he in the second one at all? I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I, I forget. Have, I've seen it, but I honestly do forget. So tune in next <laughs> week to find out. But we also did, if you want to be a little completist here, this is a great idea to enhance your spook Tukular yep. uh, yeah, experience it. is listen to our previous episode on the final destination. You know the no 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 that's a sequel. Fuck, Fi <laughs> final <laughs> destination for first one. Two, yeah, the first one we did an episode on, and we did an episode on the third one. So you can listen to the first one next week. Listen to the second one, and then. Go back and listen we, to the third one we, to, to round out that original trilogy. We already gave you the bread. We're just about to get you the meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should also just mention what the Patreon for for the Too Scary Month is, right? That's true. We could say it. It's going to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, now I got to ask. I, I know Cabin Woo! is a no. 
a no to this question, but are either of you watching this for the first time? I am. I, I, I am as well, yeah. Yeah. Strap the fuck in. I'm pumped, dude. Uh, but until next week when the Spooktucular kicks off with Final Destination 2, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.